The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. This is an extra 1063 podcast. To hear more live and local content like this, tune into 1063 FM or download the extra 1063 app. Uh, look out. It's only me, it's only the Kimmer, and here comes Fanny the Floozy. Holy smoke's gonna take the stand. We'll get right to it. But first, Pete Davis, sidekick producer and flounder at the controls for your Thursday. 303. How's it going? It's only me, it's only the Kimmer, the whole crew. Now, listen, we got Fanny, chicken liver. The Fulton County Floozy is going to be taking the stand, and she looks none too happy. She's got that, uh-huh, I'm not going to do nothing. I'm, oh, man, it's unbelievable. She got on and she said, I want testimony for the da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So then they had to hold a court hearing. They had to put it in pause for a minute while they go find the document she's bitching about. Oh, this is going to be great. But they already had testimony that she that they, she lied and that Wade lied, her, her, her uh, horn boy, uh, about when they started having sex together. Anyway, we'll get to all this stuff. Okay. How you doing? How you doing? It's the uh, day after... <laughs> Day after Valentine's Day. And uh, Kimber, Pete, and Flounder, 304. Here's a phone number. We love phone calls. 404-741-1230. Pete, well, first of all, let's uh, give a little synopsis. on. uh, We worked, of course, on Valentine's Day. But after that, we were, uh, of course, we were luckily at the uh, Mountains of Macon. Uh, Did you have a Valentine's Day experience, uh, Pete Davis, that we could uh, share with us today here? No, I didn't, but I've got a suggestion for next year if you work at a restaurant. You want to hear it? Yeah, I do. If you work at a restaurant next day on Valentine's, put a fake engagement ring in every girl's drink or dessert and then sit back and watch the madness unfold at every table. <laughs> yeah, that's not funny at all. <laughs> that could be real funny. <laughs> you know, it's like I, I had a girlfriend once. I made him, I called her and I said, boy, you're going to get a great big rock for Valentine's Day. And uh, unfortunately, by the end of the night, she was disappointed because she totally misunderstood what I said on the on the phone. So, but hey, sometimes she could be, you know, you can, you can misunderstand. Sometimes you may, you know, give a kind of a the wrong, you know. Hit. All right, now Flounder, how about your val- now, uh, uh, Miss Veronica? We know was a little under the weather, so if you don't mind, I'm gonna share as much as you feel like with your uh, lovely. Well, she was, Did you uh, have anything uh, yesterday at all? Uh, no, we. Uh, I came home and we just ordered some uh, ramen so she could have some kind of chicken broth. Because she's still really sick. She's still got a really bad allergy infection. So we kind of just kept it very low key. Wow. Uh, so you'll make it up to her, obviously. Yes. Uh, okay. So, but she's fine. With yeah, all she'll, that. So, yeah. Now, uh, well, I hope she's doing. I hope she's doing. Uh, doing well. I, I, is she allergic to you? 
I think that could be the issue. It's kind of the undertone we're not talking about, so we'll see what happens. It's, pro- it's probably your fault. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Somehow it is. That's always a way, my friend. Uh, 306 already. Holy cow. All right, now when they go back, they're, they're, they're taking a break. we got a million things to talk about here. And and plus your phone calls, 404-741-1230. And uh, we got a lot of we got three major newsy things we'll be getting to. One, the trial. There are a couple trials. The one in New York has now been over because the judge ruled against Donald Trump. We'll get to that shortly. The one them, uh, we're going to be going live to off and on, not for a long time because it gets so convoluted uh, and uh, too technical that it's kind of hard to follow. But I watch. I, I, I couldn't tear myself away this morning from watching the live court proceeding here in Atlanta in the Fulton County case with uh, Fanny the Floozy. Anyway, she, she's going to be taking the stand shortly. They're in a recess while they go get some paperwork. Uh, so, Bill, man, this is going to be great because a yes or no answer. Did you have sex with this guy before 2022? They testified that they never, never had an affair until after she put him on the payroll. So it wasn't like she was rewarding him for, for screwing her all the, you know, for two years. Well, apparently the testimony from one of her, quote, best friends said that, uh, that they started having sex in 2019, which means not only is she a liar in court documents, but that the whole difference on the case now, it, it, it turns into whether she was putting him on the payroll as a thank you to her lover. Anyway, so, I mean, it changes everything. And they're, they're going to have to nail her one way or the other. Now she's back in the chair. Uh, also, we'll, do, we'll uh, have an update. Although they're not talking much about the damn Kansas City case. Was this gangbangers? Come on. Two of the kids, they, catch, they captured three people, and two of them are like 14-year-old black kids. Uh, and you're saying, well, it wasn't terrorism. Who thought? I never thought it was terrorism. Yeah, you know, terrorism don't go in with a with a gun and shoot twenty people. They blow a freaking bomb up at the at the Super Bowl. I mean, give me a break. Anyway, uh, all right, four zero four seven four one twelve thirty. Now I, I, she's back. Oh, I'm, she's raising her hand. Can we go live here, Flounder? <laughs> this is uh, Fanny the Floozy going live, testifying. Yes, and if it gets real technical, we'll, we'll break away, obviously. District Attorney Fani, F-A-N-I. Last name is Willis. Oh, she says uh, Fani. When, how did you know to come into the courtroom like that? Because there were people I was pacing in my office, okay? And um, I heard someone yell, this testimony is done. Um, it only made sense to me that I would be your next witness. And I've been very anxious to have this conversation with you today. So I ran to the courtroom. Oh, you ran? So oh, to be so excited. Um, Mr. Wade was done testifying. That's when you just assumed you would be the next witness? It only makes sense. Um, did you listen to any of Did you listen to any arguments? I did hear the, the arguments this morning. It's ridiculous. The other lawyer is that tall blonde woman representing day, and yet here we still the Donald are. Trump co-defendant. That argument. Um, um, all right, so that was it, just the argument, no testimony. Right, I listened to the argument this morning where Adam Abadi, I thought, did an excellent job pointing out how dishonest you were with court on Monday. And um, I'm actually surprised that the hearing continued. But since it did, here I am. Um, so let's talk about, first, let's just talk about what you did in preparation for today. Um, did you meet with Mr. Wade at all? Once the, mo- once the motion was filed, did you meet with Mr. Wade and talk to him about the motion that I filed to disqualify you. On January, this first January motion? Yes. I don't know if you could say talked about. Um, I, 
probably had some choice words about some of the things that you said that were dishonest in this motion. So I don't know that it was a conversation, as you know. Just called a lawyer a liar. Southern gentleman. I mean, not so much. Good start. Okay, but my question was, did you have a conversation with I didn't him? have a substantive conversation. You did not? I read this motion, skimmed it more of so, and um, I've probably said some choice things to him about some of the lies they were told. Okay. And right. printed in the media because you know, it used to be in a day and time where you had 60 minutes and people did stories and they verified information um, and you had this great reporting. Oh my God. But it seems today that a lawyer writes a lie and then it's printed for all of the world to see. Holy I just want to make sure cow. that you answer the question I asked though. So my question was... Yeah. Third time she's asked, asked the question. Yeah. Did you put your tongue in his mouth or... I told you what happened. I read the motion. I am sure I told him what my opinion of it is. Man, I, and I don't know what to do. I, I could listen to this all day. I couldn't tear away this morning at home working on the show. But is this something you didn't understand? No, I just wanted to make sure that, that okay. you did not this have is it. This has been going on all day. And it'll be another day, too. I guess, should we come back to it, or what do you want to do? Keep Keep playing? I keep playing it. Okay, let's let's go for another while. We got a little break on here. Come down for a while. To me, some thing, and I'm not even sure who's giving it to him by me or Mr. Abadi gave it to me. Um, and I think he showed me a document in our conference room. But as far as a substantive conversation, I would not have. I don't believe I've had any. They're trying to make a timeline of when they got together and whether they were working on the case. And stuff. Um, I have had conversations with him um, since you filed the motion. But they wouldn't be substantive to this. He sent me a very I, nice. I watch a lot of her uh, lover on the stand. Talk about a greasy, and so you know. We've had conversations cool. about did you listen to that sermon? You, you know, things of that nature. And I would say they were in relationship to this because I think he did it to be kind. Okay. Um, let's start back in 2019. There we so, go. So um, you and Mr. Wade met in October 2019 at a conference? That is correct. Okay. I think in one of your motions you tried to implicate and slept with him at that conference, which I find to be extremely offensive. I stayed at that conference. Mr. Wade was my teacher. I did not meet him when he taught the class. I was standing outside talking to Lisa Reeves, who is a judge. Me and her were just having a conversation. Mr. Wade walks up and they hug each other. They have some brief conversation. She introduces us. Your Honor, I'm, I'm going to object. Yeah. Kind of yeah. When you ask a question, you can answer the question. My God, she's just, she's just doing a PR campaign when she's on the stand. Either you're a tramp or you're not. Either you're a crook or you're not. I'll ask you just listen to the answer, or excuse me, the question, and keep That's the answers right. confined to the question as best you can. I think you'll have more than enough ample opportunity on uh, when the state is well, able to offensive when someone lies on you and it's highly offensive when they the try judge. to implicate she's yelling at the judge speechifying and i take exception to it all right well miss willis she'll be have the opportunity to explain all of that oh when man turn racism racism miss merchant thank you judge or, or fatism uh, so could be racism fatism either one right? horn dogism slutty easy girlism I, I did not actually meet him when he taught the class 
I walked out of the class, and I'm not sure if it was that exact class or we had went to lunch, but we were standing in the vestibule, like outside of the class. Me and Judge Reeves were having a conversation. She had worked at a law firm I worked at back in 1996. We're getting way afar. I mean, I don't mind her explaining her answers, but I literally just yeah. asked if they met at that conference. Flounder, do we need to go do a break here? Exactly Tell me when we need to go and we'll come back to it. it we'll take a quick break. Um, Ms. Merchant, if you want more Okay, let's adjust. Let's take a break here and we'll come back. I hope that, I mean, I, I, I wish I could watch this whole thing. She is such a snot. All right, 314. By the way, uh, Neil Bortz is off today. He'll be on with us tomorrow because he has a throat thing. And uh, Shannon's at Daytona, so we won't be on his show at 6 o'clock tonight. We'll do it next week. Anyway, Timber Feed and Flounder, 314. Back to the trial. Uh, Fanny the Floozy's on the stand. We'll have more of that in a minute. You know, I, 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 we're going to go right back to the trial. I can't believe the lawyer didn't. When, when, when Fanny the Floozy said, got all angry, she said, well, I was reacting to your comments. You implied that I had sex with Mr. Wade back at that conference, and I refunded out that The lawyer should have said, oh, when did you have sex the first time with him then? Would have been over right there. Either they catch her in perjury. Oh, I mean, why, why didn't she, she? Oh, my God, I couldn't believe it. Why didn't she say, oh, if, if they didn't want, then when was the first time? Because she brought it up. Fanny brought it up. She talked about whether she had sex at that time. So the lawyer should have said, oh, when was the first time? Oh, my God, I can't believe it. Anyway, uh, 317. Okay, I'm sorry, Flounder. Here's uh, Foo Fighters. Why do Foo Fighters? Here we'll go back. Here is the Foo Fighters. I don't want to say anything. Uh, 2021, the Foo Fighters, number one in Britain with their 10th album, Medicine at Midnight. Debuted at number three in the American 200 chart, the final Foo Fighters studio album to feature drummer Taylor Hawkins before he died in uh, 2022. Okay, okay, quick birthday. Uh, Alex Borstein, you may not know the name, 53 years old, Lois Griffin on Family Guy. You may also know her as Midge's manager Susie Meyerson on The Marvelous Mrs. Mizell. <laughs> Maisel. Maisel, sorry. Alex is uh, 53. Maisel. Again, I've never seen this show, so I don't know these things. And, uh, well, excuse me? It's a good show. Yeah, you really guys are well written. You guys have raved about it. Uh, let's see. Our birthday list includes uh, in 1975, history was made when Gino Vanelli became the first <laughs> white guy to perform on Soul Train. <laughs> Remember, we talked about Don Cornelius the other day. Gino Vanelli was the first white guy on Soul Train, 1975. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, and uh, our, our 3 o'clock hour, by the way, brought to you by our good friends at First Liberty Building and Loan. If you need financing to grow your business, visit FirstLibertyGA.com. 318, 319, 319. Back to the trial. Fanny the Flusie from Fulton County is on the stand. Um, did you have a monthly rent amount that you paid her? I can't remember. It was fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars. I can't remember what it was, and it would vary, which I, I don't understand to this day. But like I said, I, I never questioned her. When did Whenever you move she out? Said it was. That's what I paid. When did you I move abruptly out? moved out in February, uh, either Talking late about January or early February. Who paid the bills? Debate on whether they paid for yeah, vacation separately. He claimed January, earlier February, that he, she paid him back everything I, in I cash. I believe it is January, but um. I paid her half the rent of February of 22 is what I remember. And because um, I was offering to pay the whole rent, even though I didn't live there, I didn't think it was right. Um, and she, I didn't, I ended up just paying her half the rent. Um, so that's after you moved out. You said you paid her half the rent. Okay. And um, the time that you said you had to move out of your house because you were scared, um, did your dad stay there at your house? I was 
I don't know anything my about this. My father was concerned. Yes, we were both concerned. Okay. But he's, he remained there. My father was 80 years old. He would have been 79. He was scared to death of COVID. You have to go back to when this was. My father's an older man. Um, I wanted him to move out. We had some discussions about him moving out. And what he decided what was the risk of COVID was more dangerous than the risk of a DA Fannie Willis. Um, typical man. We're going to break away for a while. And his grandchildren. Okay, let's. I got, we'll, we'll, we'll come back. Again, the problem is, oh, man. Okay, first of all, uh, Kim Repeat and Flounder, how you doing? 320-404-741-1230, And we got a lot of these newsy things to talk about. Fanny the Flusy is on the stand now here in Atlanta, Fulton County, at the courthouse. And uh, they're, they're trying to uh, get her to admit or to prove one way or the other whether she had an affair with the guy, Nathan Wade, that she hired before he was actually put under contract with her. And if they were having an affair, it makes a difference. And also, who paid the money to what? He earlier testified. Again, I watched it when it came on this morning. Uh, again, I worked from home till noon or 11th or whatever. Going to come in here. But so I, while I was doing stuff where I couldn't take my eyes and ears off that TV screen watching the live stuff. Wade testified. It was real smarmy and kind of kind of sleazy, greasy, kind of, you know, just uh, wouldn't make a direct answer. Everything. It was just, you know, fishy. It was just un- untouchable. Un- freaking believable. Uh, but he said, he said, oh, well, no, no, we are sh- I, I was never uh, using, misusing money, I think. We split everything right down the middle. He said, yeah, we, we'd go to, we'd be at these fancy hotels and, and then she'd pay me her share in cash. Because the lawyer said, uh, again, this is that big blonde girl who's a lawyer for the, uh, is it Roman or whether that guy, one of the co-defendants, the Trump co-defendant. Um, and and she said, oh, well, do you have the receipts to show? He said, oh, no, she she paid me everything in cash. She always, always paid me in cash. <laughs> oh, okay, we we believe you. <laughs> I mean, my a God. Barter. Yeah. A barter arrangement. Yeah, <laughs> special. <laughs> we worked it. We had a little thing. You know, we worked it out. It was, oh, my God. Anyway, I, I just, I couldn't stop watching. Uh, so we'll go, we'll go into now. Three twenty. And again, the hearing of this problem, I'll bet you this will go on uh, till tomorrow. Because they're, I mean, it's just, and again, the other thing about these freaking lawyers, they would say, they would say, well, did you have any contact with uh, Mr. Well, they called Wade's a law partner. I can't remember his name, but they called his law partner. He was unbelievable. They'd say, well, um, with uh, Mr. Wade, uh, was, did you talk about the case with him before you came? He says, well, what do you mean by talk? Do you mean is there communication? You're talking about texting? I mean, it just every, everything he said. And, and then his lawyer would say, I object, Your Honor, for uh, this is an invasion of the attorney-client privilege. And then they'd have an argument over whether the attorney-client privilege. Uh, in fact, Fanny, Fanny, Fan, Fan. Who tried to have it put into court that anything that she or her lawyer or that Wade said to anybody in the legal profession after he was hired is privileged. And and, the, and they were saying, no, 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 I'm sorry. The only thing that's privileged is it involves a court case. There's nothing privileged. Are you talking about whether you banged him in, you know, in the Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan or something? You know what I mean? I mean, it was unfreaking believable. It has been on for hours. I'm going nuts, and I enjoyed the hell out of it, but I'm going nuts. You freaking lawyers, and they're just, you know, just duplicitous and sneaky and smart. They're so freaking smart, and they're you know, using little word games to try to get out of exa- uh, being nailed for anything. I mean, just, uh, and of course, she starts out with really joined us here a little while ago, uh, just doing a publicity stunt tour of how wonderful she is and how much she's a victim of that vicious liar who's questioning her. Oh, my God. I mean, this is freaking hysterical. She was, she was speechifying, and they were letting her talk. Yeah. 
like, answer the question. It's yes, no. Yeah, well, finally, the lawyer said, well, we appreciate you giving a full answer, but we're trying to, you know, I mean, but again, they're afraid you can't, I mean, this is her answer. So at some point, the judge is going to have to say, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and I mean, but again, this will go on for another day. I guarantee it. There's no way they're going to do that. Finish this 324 in the afternoon. They've been doing this uh, since, I guess, I think it was about 10 o'clock. So, I noticed. Okay. It. You've watched this more than anybody. Do you think... She's. They're gonna let her keep no. doing it because it's Fulton County. No. And the other, the problem is, there's what the woman her uh, supposedly identified as her best. They just took cut away on Fox, by the way. The woman identified as her best friend is the one who says no, no. They were having sex in 2019. So that's already on the record. That's who. So, that, that's who. When we broke away, that's who she was talking the, about. The woman that, in the same house. Yes, with her, yeah. That, so that's I what they that, were setting it, up. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so they they split up at some point. But anyway. Uh, so I mean, this is just you, unbelievable. <laughs> of course, they can't keep her on the case or him either. You have far too much faith in the Fulton County justice system. Uh, there's I'm no. Sorry. There's no way. I mean, sure, although the judge is letting sure. him go, so I don't know. Honestly, I don't. I'm always wrong. So you're probably right. That nothing will change. But I, 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 if you can't, oh my God! If this goes forward and they keep her and her lover on the on the payroll and have them continue the case as it is, talk about a, a process of appealing. Holy smokes! I mean, oh my God! I mean, this is unbelievable. Oh God! Oh, in fact, do we have a sound kind of the away from this morning, Flounder? I think we got a couple. Of, let's play one of his comments. Uh, her lover boy, uh, Wade, well, Nathan Wade, I guess it is, was uh, testified early. I couldn't believe this guy either. Um, you said in the affidavit that you roughly shared travel, though, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So this roughly sharing travel, you're saying she reimbursed you? She did. And where did you deposit the money she reimbursed you? It was cash. She didn't, she didn't give me any checks. <laughs> so she paid you cash for her share of all these vacations? Mr. Schaefer, you'll step out if you do that again. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so all of the vacations that she took, she paid you cash for? Yes, ma'am. And you purchased all of these vacations on your business credit card, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And you included those in deductions on your taxes, correct? No, ma'am. No, no you no. did not. <laughs> All right, let's go right back. She's now Fanny's talking about who paid for the and Miami trip. I also don't remember, so that the record is clear. I don't remember if the necessity was as we got on the ship or we got <laughs> off the ship. But I do remember there was a night spent in Miami because either whatever. I don't remember. But I think that there was a night spent in Miami. That cruise is um, the one that you took in October, right? Ma'am, I, I, if you have a, a something to refresh my recollection, I'm intentionally trying to not be difficult with you, but I don't want to make up something. I know that on one of those two trips, you stayed in Miami. I am not sure right now. You're asking me about... Oh, I think... I'm sorry. You misunderstood. I wasn't asking you which... I was not asking you which night you stayed in Miami. I'm asking if you took a cruise in October 2022 with Mr. Wake. Yes, and his mom. And his mother. That's what I was asking. Yes. Is that the first time you met his mother? Yes. It was on that cruise, and that was Royal Caribbean, I believe. You too. I honestly That's don't. That's getting a little specific. That's a problem, you know. I don't know what the ships were. Um, but he paid for the flight and the cruise on Royal Caribbean that time. So yes, he paid. He is the original one that does it. He has something called Mr. Wade is a world traveler. Yeah, um, I'm not. <laughs> as he He's six, been around, seven, the, world. around the world, baby. Um, and so he has both a personal travel agent and he also has a cruise travel agent. 
Yeah, I so don't know put it on the business card. Kind of travel agents. <laughs> so he is the one that would book the travel. Yeah. But we need to be clear when we're talking about just because he booked it doesn't mean, like, I don't consider him having taken me any place. No. Let me just be honest. Yeah. The only one that's ever taken somebody someplace Around is for his 50th birthday. I consider that I took him to Belize. And I took him to Belize because, um, you know, I don't want to discuss his personal business, but I'm happy Mr. Wade is still here with us. And I did 50 big. Very big. He, he has cancer. Um, he so testified that he has cancer, trying to do the cancer card. Um, even though he had a travel agent. I'm sorry? If you do me a favor, I don't know what cruise ship, what time. So if you'll help me and say oh, October sakes. cruise with Mama or the New Year's Eve trip with his sisters, I'll be able to, we can uh, communicate. I just don't know what ship. October cruise with Mama. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. He paid for the cruise and the flights for that trip. <laughs> so... He called his cruise agent. Okay, that's, was, we'll, we'll come back. 329. I mean, again, this, uh, this is, uh, to me, it's fascinating. And again, just to see him wiggle around. And she started off all bull angry and everything else. Holy smokes. Anyway, Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. We'll do more about this. Donald Trump, you'll hear from him shortly. Also, the dad, the saviors of the Kansas City thing. And what the hell happened? It's, it sounds to me like it was just a, you know, juvenile black gang fight. How the hell could they have 23 or something people shot? Anyway, we'll get a three uh, three twenty nine. Give her Pete and Flounder right here. Neil Bortz is live every day on Extra one zero six three. And if you missed the legend, you missed this. Did you see the story that Gen Z people are just beside themselves with angst, anguish, and everything else in the world over having to fill out tax forms? <laughs> and some of them. Welcome to life. Some of them. Yeah, some of them are seeking psychiatric help. Catch Neil's commentary every day on Extra 106.3 or listen anytime on... <laughs> the Chubster! A little twist of Rooney for you. Come on, baby. <laughs> Come on, baby. Oh, man. That's why everybody had hula hoops and they tried to do the hula hoops by doing the twist and holy smokes. Chubby Checker. <laughs> yeah. And it goes like this, that I, every kid, every kid, my age, this came along, was uh, like mid-early 60s, Chubby Checker, and it became such a big hit that every kid my age, like young teens, at some point would see their parents at a, at a, at a, a country club dance or, or a party or something, their parents trying to do the twist. And if that wasn't the most disgusting thing about at the time, and of course guys couldn't do it very well, it was all the, that was a chick dance for sure. Anyway, uh, this day in 2013, Chubby Checker launched a half a million dollar lawsuit against Hewlett Packard for including an app on its phones that tablets that was not only named after the 71 year old Chubby Checker, but measured a man's manhood based on his shoe size. <laughs> the chubby right. checker. Uh, I, I we'll don't do remember. that. Okie <laughs> 2013, the chubster got a little upset there with the boys. Uh, anyway, we're going to go back to Fanny on Stan here a second, too, if you want to. Uh, our birthdays include 
Claire Bloom, and I got I got a little excited about this, and I realized I made a mistake. Claire Bloom, the famous actress, is 93. She was a famous uh, Broadway actress in Hollywood, and I keep confusing her with Verna Bloom. Verna Bloom was that uh, middle-aged hottie from uh, from uh, Animal House, uh, Dean Wormer's wife, and she was also that uh, middle-aged hottie chick, the the girl chef in the Clint Eastwood movie when he came back to town and killed everybody. And then took off with her. And that was Verna Bloom. And she died uh, several years ago, 2019. But Claire Bloom, the actress, is 93. And so I don't get those confused anymore. And a quick historical note. On this very day in 1950, Walt Disney's Cinderella opened in theaters. It cost him $3 million to make. Walt put up most of the money. If the movie had flopped, Disney Studios was going to go under. It was, it was that, that was what saved them. They were going to go bankrupt. They had nothing, and he said he'll take a chance and do it, and it saved the company. Uh, and today, God, I can't imagine what he'd think. All right, 334, Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. And uh, should we go? let's go back to Fannie on the stand. Fannie Wills, Fulton County DA, on the stand live right now in court. In cash. I don't have $20,000 in cash right now. The most I ever gave him, I know I gave him $2,500 when we went to Belize because we went to one um, hotel, and then we went to a second hotel. That $2,500 I actually gave him while we were still in Belize. I know that the Aruba trip, the one that you described with his mom, I think I gave him about $2,000 for that trip for like total. I'm with you. Trip. Just ask her when they had yeah. sex. Yeah, so the first time. yeah he should have done it. Uh, we got it would have been over right matter? Yeah. And then we went to Aruba. Well, they're trying to prove whether she gave him money and then he gave it back to her by taking her on trips, so she actually paid for them to... Well, I mean, it's an issue. And that's what, that's what this is all about is the, is the money because it does make a difference whether because she also testified that uh, that they never had an affair until after he contacted her and then the money started so they wouldn't have any reason to you to misuse federal funds. Uh, so Show I mean, this me is the money. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then they should have asked her. Well, if you denied that she had sex, as I implied in my document, when did you have sex the first time? Would have been boom. I bet she's kicking herself because she didn't want to go out of order. And there probably would have been an, an objection, not no foundation or something. But she brought it up. Fanny brought it up. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to her later. She's still on the stand. This could go on for a very long time. They're, try, again, trying to prove whether she was uh, duplicitous and dishonest and whether she lied on federal documents as a, a, an officer of the court. And whether there was undue influence and uh, pressure and so forth. And, oh, you know the basic issues in that thing. Okay, quickly, we'll do a little Donald Trump here, uh, Flounder, if you don't mind. Donald Trump found out today that this business with his court charge over whether he, he falsified business records in order to raise money to pay adult film star Stormy Daniels some money to shut up in 2016. Uh, the grand jury voted to indict Trump in uh, March last year. 34 felony counts of falsification of business. 34 felony counts where he says this is the crime that never happened. You know, he, his, his business was worth what he said. He paid back all his loans. No, it was a problem. And he also said that the money uh, that he, gave, he gave to his lawyer. He wasn't paying her off for anything. It was given to the lawyer. Anyway, here's Donald Trump uh, as he went into court today in New York City. Thank you very much. Everything that I've heard and read, even from legal scholars, said there's absolutely no case here. It's not a crime. This is not a crime. And when you look at what's going on outside of the streets, where violent crime is at an all-time high, uh, I think it's a very, very, it's a great double standard. 
The other thing, this case could have been brought three years ago. There is no case. They decided not to bring it. The district attorney Bragg didn't want to bring it. He said he doesn't want to bring this case. But it's not a crime. We're here for something that is not a crime. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. What it is is election interference. It's being run by Joe Biden's White House. His top person was placed here in order to make sure everything goes right. This is a this is a terrible time for our country. This is a real dark period for our country. And Donald Trump's trial will go forward on March 25th. And the judge said uh, it would probably last six weeks. And uh, once it became clear that there was not going to be a delay, uh, the prosecutor debated the questions that they're going to pose to the jurors. How would you like to be taking a a potential juror questionnaire screen uh, based on uh, a trial concerning Donald Trump? The questions will whether they belong to any fringe groups like Antifa or the Proud Boys. Several questions will be taken directly from the jury process in the defamation trial he lost uh, by uh, E. Jean Carroll, that chick who uh, sued him for rape, and he was found not guilty, uh, but because they claimed that he felt her up, it was $5 million, and then another 10 or whatever it was on top of that. Uh, one other question uh, going to be on the jury pool for the Trump jury in New York. Do you believe the 2020 election was stolen? The lawyers argued that an answer in the affirmative, which means yes, do you believe it was stolen, would indicate an unwillingness to follow the facts and kind of just blindly follow Donald Trump. Uh, What they all want to know and what we all want to know is, do you like President Trump? We can't ignore the elephant in the room. President Trump's running. He's a Republican. He was a Republican president of the United States for four years, and the DA is a Democrat. Uh, We're not interested in whether people like or dislike President Trump. We're interested in whether or not they can be fair or unfair. Then why are you asking the question of whether or not they uh, thought the election was stolen? What's that got to do with whether you think somebody broke the law? So you're saying, well, if, because if you're a Republican, you can't be trusted. Hey, how about kiss my foot? How about that? Yeah, this is unfreaking believable. <laughs> you know, how is he possibly going to run? And by the way, he's, he, he mentioned today uh, in New York, so I'm saying he's supposed to be in South Carolina. He's not supposed to be doing this. He's running for president. Well, that's which is why they're, you know, doing this, all this. Uh, a little bit on the Kansas City thing. And again, I, uh, Pete, I, if you know more than I do, please tell me. I still, they're, all they're saying is it was a dispute that ended in gunfire. What the hell does that mean? And when, and when two of the, two well, of it, the, it, the gunmen, are, two of them are like 14. Yeah, they're punks and gangs, probably. And the thing is, they don't, it's a gang that couldn't shoot straight. They usually can only hit the other person if they spray bullets yeah. all over the place. That's the only. You don't hear one or two shots, and oh god, they got they got boo. Yeah. No, they shot they shot up the whole neighborhood, and they got boo. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, we will talk. Well, we'll, you'll hear from one of the heroes who and his wife or girlfriend, whatever, either way, that who tackled one of the guys and helped held him down, got the gun and everything else. But I mean, the the way the uh, the whole thing has been described is a little iffy as far as I'm concerned. And by the way, a couple of th- things on Twitter, uh, some reaction like this one I thought was interesting. Dear black people, when are you going to start policing your own? The glorification of guns among urban black youths is sickening. You're killing your own. And here's another one, too. Uh, Before any of you liberal morons post about the Chiefs parade shooting, let me introduce you to the shooters. I bet you all stay silent now for all the young black people involved in it. And another, if the suspects ain't white, we be shedding no light. Kansas City Police Chief. (sighs) 
I mean, I, 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 all of a sudden, everything changed when, when the pictures started showing up of all these young black guys. Apparently, this was a gang thing, obviously, apparently, and no one even said the word gang. I mean, yeah, you've got to be kidding me. Why would he show up with the, with that kind of rifle at a parade unless no. he's there to target somebody? He's after somebody in, that he doesn't like. Yeah. And again, we assume that the uh, the woman who died, the young uh, disc jockey, mother of two, was an innocent bystander. I don't know of any implication Probably. that she was targeted. I mean, and and and, and what nine or ten children shot. I mean, how, yeah. what the, how do you yeah. explain that? I mean, is, is that what the gangs do now is they just open fire at anybody? How can, I mean, how could you willy-nilly open fire to shoot like 30 people? How many was it now? 30-something people got shot? Yeah. I don't care how old they are. If they finally prove it's their, them that did it, I want them on the public square, and I want them to start shooting them in the foot, and I want to work their way up to their brain or their heart or whatever. I want them publicly executed in the most painful way possible because that is horrendous. The total disregard for human life to shoot up children at a freaking parade, and then we're supposed to treat you like you're an actual human being? Yeah. I don't think so. You're a rabid animal. You need to be put down. And by the way, the age bracket is no longer a determining factor these days of whether somebody in an event like this is an adult. They are, they are raised, obviously, they're raised by gangbangers, and they're raised to be, to do this. And if you, I mean, you, and I don't know the exact ages, two were juveniles. So that means under 18, there could be 70, well, uh, but still, <laughs> you know, tough luck. I, I, I'm going to assume that Kansas City, like most major American metropolises, are run by Democrats. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and here we go. Uh, Flounder, let's play. We have a, a soundbite from one of the, the hero guy, and I think... She's getting a little hostile. We may want to take this. Oh, let's go. Okay, Fanny on the stand. Sorry. something to do with the witness. Prosecutor Fanny Willis on the stand in her own uh, trial. She was getting frustrated with the questions. Uh, you have to file as part of your job something called an income and financial disclosure report, correct? That's correct. And you filed your first one. So you filed two today. Is that right? Is it two or three? I probably would have filed 21, 22. And maybe I haven't filed 23 tried to yet, link the money spent like on their June trips. The next year. April, I believe. So you filed, her well, so you filed your lover. first one. It looks like April. Anyway, I guess it comes okay, down. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to it. She apparently will have said, I'm not on trial here. <laughs> Actually, you are on trial here. <laughs> That's the point. And she's a pretty in pink. She's got her pink outfit on, just like Hillary Rodham P. Stinky Fart Cabbage. Remember that? The pretty in pink news conference when they asked her about, all of a sudden those records for the law firm showed up and they, that side table in the middle of the White House. I don't remember. I don't recall that. <laughs> oh, my God. And Fanny showed up and was a bitch from the very beginning, snot, being all snotty and accusing the, the other lawyer of being a liar. Oh, my God. Just if you missed well, it, well, she, She's basically Br'er Rabbit in the Briar Patch. She thinks she's yeah. untouchable. That's right. So far. Anyway, 344. I'll, I'll tell you what. We'll do a little cowabunga here, uh, Flounder, and then we'll come back. You'll hear from one of the guys who tackled the bad guy. And I think his name is Trey Filter. And he heard somebody yell, and they heard some uh, some pop, pop, pops. And by the way, for the record, if you hear a gunshot from more than a couple hundred yards away or a hundred yards away, it doesn't sound like a gunshot. It's not like the movies. Uh, so and so the pop 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 things were going on, and we'll tell you. Uh, you'll hear how he reacted and what he did, and we'll talk more with the Fanny. We got all this stuff coming up. Quarter forward, Kevin Pete and Flounder right here.
old Kimmer Beatles. That, uh, uh, 349. Kimmer Beatles Blounder. Question. What's that? The Beatles were around pretty much from 62 to 1970. Yeah. And you have claimed them as your Beatles <laughs> yes. from songs from 1963 to yeah. this one from 1969. So right. are you just saying all of them were the Kimmer Beatles? Um, up until they, when they started going to George with a sit-tire thing, uh, that, that, was, that, was, that, that was gone for me. When they did that whole hippie freaking uh, but, hallucinatory but, crap, all this stuff was, was gone. It was bad. <laughs> but this song came after that period. Well, this it's a holdover. I, you know, I don't want to discriminate against uh, people in the 70s. So now we're playing the Beatles. And by the way, okay, on this day... Fanny. Okay, Fanny, you're just making stuff up. Shut now. up! Okay. <laughs> by the way, the headline, the headline now on Fox says, uh, D.A. Willis testifies about Trump prosecution affair, slams highly offensive claims. <laughs> she, she immediately started blasting the, the lawyer t- talking to her as a, race, as a liar. Oh, my God, we'll get to it. Anyway, we're playing the Beatles. You can play them back to review. I'm flounder. I'm sorry. Of 2008, a flat... Once owned by the Beatles in London, went up for sale for almost two million pounds. The band shared the three-bedroom top-floor property on Green Street in Mayfair in 1963. A publicity photo of the Fab Four peering over a banister used as a cover for the December 1963 edition of the Beatles' book. That picture was taken at the top of the property's communal stairwell. The Beatles, 19, uh, like the thing there. And on this day, uh, birthday, birthday, Janice Dickinson, one of the uh, models for the Bob Barker Truth the thing there, yeah. Janice Dickinson, 69 years old today. And by the way, don't get, right. don't, uh, and don't confuse her with Diane Parkinson. Diane Parkinson was the model who was having an affair with Bob Barker and then sued him and got fired or something and sued him. And he was, and at the time, Bob Barker was like 75 years old and single. And he said, yeah, we were having an affair. We were lovers. Come on, give me a break. I'm single. I didn't do anything wrong. And it was a whole thing. And he, would, he just took the high road and said, yeah, we were lovers and whatever. I mean, but I don't, you know. Anyway, so that was Diane Parkinson. Today's birthday is Janice Dickinson, 69. And oh, by the way, uh, her claim to fame is that one time in the 1980s, she was in New York, and she was also at a place where Donald Trump was, and there was a horrible snowstorm, and uh, Janice Dickinson, today's birthday girl, had a date with John F. Kennedy uh, Jr., John John Kennedy, and she didn't want to be late, so she jumped into Donald Trump's limo, which was standing there idling at the curb, and stole it. And she and the guy she was with drove it to three or four blocks in the snow in New York and skidded all over the place and got stuck, so they just abandoned it, and eventually she got on her date with John Kennedy wow. Jr. and said, yes, we did kiss. <laughs> but she said she stole Donald Trump's limo to go so she wouldn't be late for a date with John Kennedy Jr., which I thought was pretty cool. I mean, that's a, that's a hot chick right there. Uh, and a quick thing, 352 on history, and there's a little break in the court action here. We'll get back to it. On this day, i got to get my uh, Kyle Bongas here ready here. On this day in 1933, Chicago Mayor Anton Cermak had been shot it was an attempted assassination of President-elect Franklin D. Roosevelt. But the mayor, Cermak, was shot by Giuseppe Zangara, trying to kill the president-elect. Oh. Cermak was seriously injured and died a few days later. Uh, the guy Zangara, check this out now. The, uh, the mayor of Chicago in 1933 died in March of 1933. Zangara was arrested after that, charged with murder, sent to the electric chair March 20th. Two weeks 
after the mayor died. <laughs> None of this 20-year stuff. Two weeks. Right. <laughs> Let me say you. again. Two two weeks. <laughs> God. Uh, 353. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. One of the hero dads were uh, several people who tackled at least one of the scumbag shooters at the Kansas City gang-banging parade uh, celebration. And the flounder has a little soundbite. Here's one of the guys, I believe his name is Trey Filter, and he heard somebody say, shout him, shout him, and went into action. One guy was hollering and saying, you know, stop him, or catch him, you know, tackle him, whatever. And he's just, just bailing running. And out of nowhere, I heard that guy hollering, so I'm just like, okay, well, I'm right here, and I just... I didn't think about it. It was just a reaction. I didn't hesitate. It was just, just do it. So I went to go tackle him, and another gentleman did the same thing. And as I'm tackling him, I see his weapon either fall out of his hand or out of his sleeve because he was wearing a long jacket or like a Carhartt. So when I seen that hit the ground, I'm like, oh, you know, we got to take this guy down. And so, like I said, I did, and another good Samaritan did, and we held him down. And it seemed like forever but it probably wasn't it was like 30 seconds holding him down and me and the other gentleman and hollering at ongoers you know where's the cops works you know get the cops over here get the cops over here you know we got him he, he said that i literally remember when i was tackling him i sure hope this is the guy they were yelling at me to stop because i just went boom and i don't recall seeing him coming so again he just tackled the guy they said get him and he did not knowing if that was really a guy uh he said i don't know if i knocked him out when i tackled him or what but i had him squeezed so hard he might have passed out uh, from the all the time i started racking him in the ribs uh another guy delivered several blows to the gunman's face uh, I was yelling, blank your gun. I was just hitting him in his ribs. It was great, you know, America stuff. <laughs> and then he's, uh, he stood up into a round of applause, looked around for his two sons, and said, go get your mother. We're getting a blank out of here. <laughs> I love it. Uh, he, said, he said, I was just hitting him in the ribs. It was great, you know, America stuff. No kidding. Uh, at least one person was killed. The woman, the mother, Lisa uh, Galvan, the mother of two, a disc jockey, well-known, well-loved. And and again, it was they're not even they're saying it was a dispute that led to gunfire. Well, duh, obviously, but they're you know they're not saying the words gang bangers or you know juvenile gang trying to you know I I bet they were trying to make their bones. I bet they were trying to get their stripes or whatever they call it these days in gang banging. I mean, how do you explain the two two of the three they caught? Two of the of the three were juveniles, kids, kids, with rifles. Yeah. So. I got a question for you. So what do you think about the the Chiefs going on and having their party that night? They went ahead and had the party. Travis Kelsey, it's yeah. his party, basically. And he actually took a selfie with a Kansas City cop afterwards. Yeah. And it's like, uh, Two cops they acted like nothing happened. They're calling it ill-timed outing. Uh, following his antics on stage, appeared too drunk to speak. Backlash from fans, uh, not a good look for him to be a few hours after a person was killed and others wounded. Others said, geez, he had a right to enjoy a meal out with his team. Uh, well, and he said he was heartbroken over the shooting. Quote, uh, here's what Kelsey said. They, they caught him uh, partying at the, after, the, after this horrible event. He said, my heart is with all those who came to celebrate with us and have been affected. Kansas City, you mean the world to me. He enjoyed his night out uh, before the mayor gave an update on the investigation. Said he's considering blocking any more Super Bowl, uh, Bowl victory parties next year. If the Chiefs win again, he says, because of this, they may not have a, have a parade and a party next year if they win again. Well, I mean, well, you can't. I mean, <laughs> well, that's your city. 
Uh, there you go. Well, maybe you should, you know, maybe do it. something. How about how about cracking down on 14-year-old boys with guns who are gangbangers uh, shooting people in a crowd of a million people, and like yeah. 30 people shot. My God. And then there's you know a, where the yeah. you know where the gangs are. You know who's yeah. leading the gangs, and they allow them to exist. Yeah. Why do we allow them to exist? Yeah. They know where the guns are. They are uh, able to set up roadblocks, and uh, you know if you stop everybody, then you're not being discriminatory. I mean, there's ways to do it. We all know this. Whatever happened to roadblocks? Whatever happened to? I, I guess you, I, you can still do it if it's done legally. If it's done by you know certain, you have to have certain stop gaps and stuff. Anyway, I guess we're not doing it. One more thing before we go to the top of the hour here, and you hear the latest on all this stuff coming up. Oh, she's back on the stand too. Uh, let's t- I tell you, fun. Let's take her again for another minute before the break here and see what she's doing. She looks upset. Let her visit you at a place that you resided. Okay. I don't understand. You're about to give me that. In 2020, so, I lived in South Fulton. Okay. That's the only place I lived in South Fulton. That's before I had to abandon my home, Judge. All right. And at my well, home in South Fulton, Miss, I never. He never came there. Okay. So if you don't well, come someplace, you can't live there. Miss Wells, that's when I have to caution you. That's going to be my first time I have to caution you. We have to listen to the questions as asked. And if this happens again and again, I'm going to have no choice but to strike your testimony. So. Need to break oh, this she down. just the flicked her hand. Question, he said, I'll, I'll be forced uh, to strike your testimony. She goes, Shh. Did the old, Shh. You snotty I snot. Did not live anywhere but South Fulton, Georgia. All right, we'll come back to this. Okay. Anyway, this. I'm telling you, this is unbelievable. I wish I could watch the whole damn thing. I remember when I was, I was, out, I was fired. I was out of work, and I watched the entire uh, William Kennedy Smith trial <laughs> down in. <laughs> oh my God, was that fun? And they tried to have the little blue circle over the girl uh, who did he uh, cl- who claimed raped him. And uh, oh my God, I, I, that was so much fun. I couldn't believe it. And again, remember they had the little blue circle over trying to hide her face because it was a rape victim, supposed rape victim, and, and it kept moving. And it kept, yeah, of course you saw her the whole because. She kept moving her head, and they couldn't follow her. The thing. <laughs> Who thought of having a little circle? He should have blocked it out. Anyway, uh, and, and the reason was uh, she got ticked off because uh, he picked her up at a bar. They went back to the Kennedy compound, and, and he was uh, fooling around with her on the beach, and she uh, wookawackled his wickalibopalibopal, and he called her by the wrong name. And, and when he called her by the wrong name, she got ticked off and left, and, screamed, and then she charged him with rape. Because he calls another girl's name after she was, uh, you know, doing the Roman fingers and the uh, <laughs> Russian uh, charging. Uh, three points, almost four o'clock. With the, and we'll come back to see if Fanny's still talking, coming up here, too, with a Kimber Pete and Flounder. Man, what a freaking day. Day after Valentine's Day. And uh, we'll be back. Don't worry. team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners so start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only ten dollars each these bonds earn a fixed seven percent apy and there's no fees penalties or minimum balance required and they can be redeemed whenever you like you can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds go to worthybonds.com backslash save that's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win
When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. <laughs> I lost my place there. Kipper's not prepared for the break of the guy. 403. There we go. A sting, of course. I'm sorry. There we go. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. This is actually the police, which has Sting in it, but I don't like really a bunch of Sting solo work, so I just went with a police team. He's, 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 he's going to kill me because he's six feet ten? What the hell? <laughs> this, uh, in 2000, on this day, 24 years ago, Sting pulled out of a concert in Vienna to protest at the inclusion of Jong or Young Hater's far-right Freedom Party in Austria's new government. Lou Reed also canceled shows in Austria because they had a right-winger elected. <laughs> Go back to the old Aussie day, Arnold Schwarzenegger days or something. Anyway, Kevin Pete and Flounder, how's it going? 404 birthday list includes, well, I'll pick one right here for you, Jane Seymour. The actress, yeah. 73 yeah. years old. She just came out. There was a thing I read on uh, social. It was in, in one of those, uh, oh, what's the the web? It starts with a B, and they do, they do like, uh, surveys and uh, ask questions of what's a new. BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed. And there was an article, I think, about her, and she said she's having the best sex ever. She's having the best yeah. uh, love life, uh, and she's 73 years old, and you can't say enough Impossible. about it. Impossible. And, and finally, finally, she found a man that she can really, you know, and thinking, oh, my God. Uh, and, and by the way, Farmer Wants a Wife is on tonight. Uh, <laughs> so I'll be watching. <laughs> Although, and last night on Valentine's Day, of course, I had one of the greatest Valentine's Days of all time, just because of the show yesterday and some uh, <laughs> some messaging stuff, and I got the whole feelings of the stuff. And some guy tried to bring up my final thing, and, and so you know, like for the fifth time, so I blocked him. I mean, why would you on, on Valentine's Day? Someone tries to do that to me on Valentine's Day, so I obviously blocked him. And I got home, Good. and I had my soup for one, and I got and I started work. I, I'm working it down now. I only have 89 episodes. Episodes uh, to go of cheaters on my uh, marathon uh, of, uh, DVR. Well, I started watching Resident Alien again, and in the very first pilot episode, he he makes a mistake of looking on his phone images of what a taint is. <laughs> again, <laughs> again, a great show. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, this day in history. Um, by the, I'm not sure, but I'll read this for you as it says here. 1965, Nat King Cole died from lung cancer in Santa Monica, California. He was only 45. His death spun his daughter, Natalie Cole, out of control and into a life of heroin and prostitution. Is that accurate? Natalie Who? Cole? Nat, Natalie Cole. Huh? Spun his daughter Natalie Cole, his death, Nat King Cole's death, spun his daughter Natalie Cole out of control into a life of heroin and prostitution. Is that known about Natalie Cole? And she's the singer, right? Yeah. Natalie Cole, right? Yeah. Well, I didn't know she was a prostitution on heroin. That seems pretty strong. I hope that's true. Natalie, I swear to God, I'm just reading it. I didn't write it, honey. I be- I, in fact, I don't believe it. I tra- tracked every possible second of this. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, that just seems a little harsh. <laughs> and, well, uh, let's see. Um, 
Oh, by the way, I uh, left my other, I got into work today, and, uh, and, and, and well, we don't have, okay, for good reason, we don't actually have an office or, or desks or anything here, we, you know, and when the studio's busy, we, we find a place to go, and so I got in this place to go, and it's kind of in the bullpen where all the other people are, and I started unloading my stuff to get ready to, uh, um, to take out all the stuff that I worked on since early this morning, and I realized I left home my sheet of all my history and all my birthday stuff that I spent all that time on every night for the next day, and it's home. Sheet. <sighs> so I have to go only by the one Flounder does. Not that I, I'm not complaining. I, I, believe me, I, I love Flounder stuff. Sounds here. like you are. But I'm, I'm kind of complaining about me. And I, but I did bring the other thing. I brought in a list of stuff I was going to mention. Uh, for example, I saw two, uh, two chess champions having dinner at one of those uh, places with a checkered tablecloth. My God, it took them two hours to pass the salt. You know, stuff like that. You don't get this everywhere. <laughs> See the checkered tablecloth. Uh, sure. All right, I got a couple of fanny cuts from when she lost her cool in there, if y'all want to play oh, whenever you're ready. I'll I tell you what. Uh, Oh, let's go back right now real quick because she's on, it looks like she's aggressive so I'm here. I'm trying to answer your question. So what I was saying is I... Argument. So it's a finance. Right, but it, it is about my finances. If I... I didn't... Nobody kicked me in the, the seat, judge so now, I had already run for office once. I had spent $50,000 of my own money running, and it was vamoose, nothing. And so when I'm talking to those offers, I'm talking about the contemplation of the sacrifice of the run, not the sacrifice of once you become DA. The odd were against yeah, let's cut it on that. Flounder, you're right. Let, let's, uh, this is earlier. Again, Fanny, when, uh, Fanny Fulton, the Flusie of Fulton County, took the stand and immediately condemned, I think the, the lawyer's name is Miss Merchant, who's representing one of the Trump defendants, and uh, and Fanny immediately called her a liar, said, I'm here, but I'm, I don't like being here because you were lied about me and yourself. I go, oh, man. I mean, she, t- she just snotty the whole time. The judge just told her to knock it off or he's going to uh, uh, block her testimony. Anyway, here's a little uh, from a little while ago here on the stand live here in Atlanta. So you're off this objected to us getting um, Delta records for flights that you may have taken with Mr. Wade. Well, no, 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 look. I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. So... Oh, really? Actually, you are on trial. You are on trial. <laughs> That's the point. That's why you're on the witness stand. And here's where they had to take a quick five minutes. So here's this part. Okay. Uh, I if you could ask a more precise question. Yes, please. Give me the time period. <laughs> Mr. Wade visits you at the place you laid your head. When? Has he ever visited you at the place you laid your head? So let's be clear because you lied in this, this. Let me tell you which one you lied in right here. I think you lied right here. No, 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 no. This is the truth, Judge. And this is, it, it is a lie. It is a lie. Ms. Willis, Mr. Sena, thank you. We're going to take five minutes. Be back in five. I, I, I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, she can't be helping herself. The judge has had to already warned her. He said, if you keep doing this, if you interrupting questions, I'm going to strike your testimony. <laughs> She's in the briar patch. She right. thinks nobody can she get her. She loves it in there. <laughs> oh, my God. And I watch. It's too bad we don't. Uh, do, we, do we have some Wade testimony? I forgot. I think we do. Uh, from this morning. Yes, we do. Uh, uh, in fact, let, we'll play one. I, I couldn't believe it because this guy was squirming around. And even before Wade testified, Ward, uh, uh, Wade, Nathan Wade's 
partner testified, and he was trying. He was when she'd ask him a question about uh, uh, were you having conversations concerning the uh, Fannie Willis situation, and he he would hem and haw and say, "Well, by conversation, if there might have been a relation of the comments and the texting, I mean, just it was unbelievable. Just trying to get out of actually answering the freaking question with, directly. But here's a, and then Nathan Wade himself took the stand, and here's a little bit of what he had to say this morning. Um. You said in the affidavit that you roughly shared travel, though, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So this roughly sharing travel, you're saying she reimbursed you? She did. And where did you deposit the money she reimbursed you? It was cash. She didn't She didn't give me any checks. So she paid you cash for her share of all these vacations? Mr. Schaefer, you'll step out if you do that again. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so all of the vacations that she took, she that paid was. you cash for? Yes, ma'am. And you purchased all of these vacations on your business credit card, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And you included those in deductions on your taxes, correct? No, ma'am. No, you did not. <laughs> Hello, IRS. Excuse me. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, sir, if I, you could... Okay, okay, I'm gonna say right now. As a former as a former employee of the Internal Revenue Service, I'm gonna tell they, they look upon things like that as a clue. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> called direct evidence. <laughs> your own your own testimony, you know. <laughs> and you're under oath, sir. <laughs> uh, Ford 12, and she's back on. <laughs> In fact, let, I'll tell you what, let's, let's do another few seconds here, Flounder, see what she's saying now. Fanny Wells, DA. to disclose any relationship with someone that you're doing business with. I'm not aware, and I'm, I know often that time things are confused with state constitutional officers and county, but I'm not aware. Okay, so it's not your, so it's your understanding that you don't have a duty to disclose the relationship. She's answered that question. Okay. Let's keep going. Um, duty. <laughs> Did you keep track of this cash that you paid him at all? What are you talking? I don't understand. Did you keep track? Did you keep a ledger? Did you keep track of it? So I've only given him cash, as I mentioned, three or four times. There's no ledger. This is friends handing money off to each other. So the answer is no. You I, think, didn't I think you've already asked whether there was any written proof whatsoever, and she's yes. answered that. Okay. So we've covered this. Let's move on. Um, Judge wants to get going. Don't blame him. He's brutal. All right, now we'll, we'll come back there. It's 413 already. Holy cow. Uh, coming up, the White House is getting I mean, typical Democrats snotty to the Speaker of the House as though they have a right to say anything. And uh, President Stupidface got caught again in another lie about complaining about what he called a lie and uh, unfair treatment. All coming up, 413, Kimber Pete and Flounder. And Flounder's funny. We've got to do a Flounder's funny next, I promise you. How you doing? 418. Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Can I go back to the trial in a minute here? 418. 404 1230 is the number. 1997, U2 went to number one in the British charts with Discotheque. The band's third number one single, opening track for their 1997 album, Pop. The entire track was leaked onto the internet in December 96, forcing U2 to move the release date forward. The music video was set inside of a motor ball. I'm sorry, but that's a mirror ball. <laughs> Idiot. 
The music video was set inside a mirror ball and featured the band members dressed as members of the disco group, The Village People. <laughs> Okie dokie. Old U2 action from the 90s. And our birthday list includes Christopher McDonald. You may not know the face or the name, but he's 69 years old. He played Shooter McGavin in Happy Gilmore. And if you're American Atma, you've seen him in a million different things, uh, Christopher McDonald. Uh, by the way, this uh, this hour, 4 o'clock hour, is brought to you by our good friends at Atlanta <laughs> Safe House. At Atlanta Safe I'm, House. I'm looking at... You know what's that? I'm lo- looking at the. I'm sorry to interrupt your safe house thing. You want to do it again? No, no. Go, you go. I'll, I'll, I'll mention them twice. We get. Whenever they get interrupted, we get to do it twice. So I give them two plugs. Oh, okay. Go ahead. All right. uh, the Daily Mail has the story about Fanny. That's their number one story. Yeah. And they have a photo of the uh, white girl lawyer that's grilling her. Yeah, merchant. And it is the most f- flattering. <laughs> let's say it's a very flattering. The woman is built. Let's say it. She's about photo. six feet tall, and she is built. And she's. I mean. And I. I in fact, my wow. notes. Uh, well, first of all, uh, our. Our four o'clock sponsor, Atlanta Safe House. Uh, you don't need a safe, you don't think. Well, you do. Keep your social security card in there and your medical records, unlike the dumb old Kimmer. Uh, anyway, AtlantaSafeHouse.com, and uh, we'll talk more about them we later. We got Rocco on the line. He wants to talk about Big Fat Fanny. Okay, and, and again, I, I took a lot of notes while I was watching this morning about that uh, the lawyer for the uh, Donald Trump co-defendant, this uh, uh, this big, beautiful blonde. Man, is she tough. She's smart, she's quick, and she's uh, aggressive, and I mean, very, very impressive. All right, to the phones. Rocco, you're on the radio, man. What do you think? This is work, and listen, brother. Yeah. If you or I yeah. acted the way she acted on the stand, we would already be yeah. at the jail. Yeah, we'd be in jail. We we'd be, be in yeah. contempt of court yeah. at the jail. Yeah. I, I, yeah. She, <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable to watch the way she's acting toward, toward yeah. the, the, the attorney. And, and to the judge, when the judge warned her, he said, I'm going to caution you again. If you do it again, I'm striking your testimony. And she went... Phew. She she did yeah, the old like, hand flick like screw yeah, you like, kiss my ass like, judge this is my, this is my court yeah it's unbelievable the, the way the how crappy she's acting to everybody around her. just because she's mad and you can tell there's a tinge of white hatred oh no question when the, when the big when the tall white lady gets up there with blonde hair yeah, and she gets this look on her face and that right there my friend is racism yeah absolutely she's showing it yeah. I mean, she's nasty. She's uh, she's aggressive. She's snotty. She's accusing everybody of being a liar. Yep. She's a, some kind of victim. I'm not on trial here. <laughs> yes, you are on trial. Here. This is what happens, Kimmer, when when yeah. Trump hatred goes out of control. That's right. You can see it on her face and in the tone of her voice. And again, th- these charges, she's charging Donald Trump and, what, 13 or 17 or whatever his defendants with RICO acts, like, the, you know, Al Capone the bootlegging oh, yeah. days uh, for the, because oh, yeah. he disagreed with the outcome cool. of the election. Uh, RICO and act. How many times would yeah. you be on the stand where they say, well, you, you, you can't ask me about that. You're yeah. not allowed to ask right. me about this and, and ask me about that. That's uh, unbelievable. I mean, and, and uh, Rocco, thanks, man. I really appreciate yeah. it. Uh, we'll talk to you again. We have, you want to do another one? Uh, back to back? Yeah, we got Jay. He wants to talk about Fanny as well. Jay, uh, she's still on the stand, so we'll be going back to her, too. Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder, 423. Jay, you're on the radio. What do you think, my friend? Hey, Kimmer, how are you? Good, man. What's up? Yeah. Just, just to clarify, I wanted to talk about Fanny, the, the DA, not my Fanny. <laughs> no, not your Fanny. No, no, you're, you're correct there, sir. Right, yeah. Okay. Now, so how would you how would you have to feel uh, 
of those other defendants like Jenna, Jenna who was it, Jenna Ellis, that was former yeah. Trump attorney, those other attorneys, yeah. that pled guilty yeah. to these charges that were being brought up, and now it seems like all of this is going to be a sham. And well, they pled guilty to it. <laughs> well, the, the irony is if, that, if it happens that all this is thrown out, uh, then I don't think they can go back and change their guilty pleas and their deals. The, the reason they took it was because they actually got a slap on the what you would have to call in this case a slap on the wrist. No jail time, no felony. They keep their license, their law licenses. So you know it, they're they'll involved in a scandal, but it's not like it ruined their lives forever and they can still work. Uh, however, I don't know whether legally, if if the case because of her actions, if the case is in thro- is thrown out in its entirely entirety. God, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know whether the people who pleaded guilty would have the right to change the plea and have it uh, null prost or uh, eliminated. I don't know. But, but, yeah. but, but, but talk about, yeah, you're right. Talk about the irony. They pleaded guilty, and the whole thing may go down to tubes here in a second. So <laughs> I love well, it. I think the, le- the lesson learned is you got to have balls like Trump and fight this crap rather than just yeah. heal over and take it. I know. Rocco, thanks, man. I appreciate it. 424, Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. Uh, let's go back and, uh, for a minute here. Flounder, if you don't mind. Uh, I turned 50 live. in 2021. It's probably one of the worst birthdays I've ever had. I, I spent it alone. So I have a clear recollection of 2021 being lonely. Being lonely? Did Mr. Wade <laughs> ever um, visit you at the condo? The time period I'm talking about, prior to November of 2021. Here we go. When Miss Yerti was at the condo. Aha. So Miss Yerti and me were we didn't share the condo at the same time. That's so not the, the question. Would be no. But we never stayed there together, so it's an oh, impossibility. Okay. It's an impossibility. Yeah. Okay. Now, Miss, so that Miss Yerti, because we need to get clarification on this. Miss Yerti stayed in that place. There may have been a time that me and Mr. Wade visited, like went and saw Miss Yerty, but me and Miss Yerty never lived there together. Just so we're clear. That's not what he asked. Uh, well, maybe that was clear, but I'm going to have to try again. Here we okay. go. Was Miss Yerty still <laughs> living in the condo when you moved in? Not a day. Okay. So what I'm talking misrepresentation in this. We never lived together. I, I never lived with Miss Yerty. My question, though, I'm trying to understand. That's Steve that Sadol. After Lord. you moved in to the condo. Miss Yerty had been, she was out of the condo, right? She got a house. Uh, That's all I'm asking. She's not in the condo. She is, we never stay, Miss Yerty and I never stay a day together in the condo. All of her stuff was out of the condo and all my stuff, some of my stuff, not all of it, obviously, was moved into the condo. So we never stayed there together. Extraneous. All right. So when I ask you about Mr. Wade visiting the condo, you were staying there. Yes. Miss Yerty wasn't staying there, correct? That would be correct, yes. She wouldn't be at the condo, correct? No, she would not have been. It would be you and Mr. Wade alone at the condo, uh-huh. correct? Yes. That is, there weren't any other witnesses <laughs> to Mr. Wade and you at the condo, correct? Yes. No security. <laughs> Under your security detail. Don't object. She said it was just her and Mr. Wade. You made your point, Mr. Sadow. Let's move on to the next That's one. Judge. Yes, Your Honor. <laughs> Who in the prosecution team, prior to, I guess, the motion being filed by... Um, You're trying to get when she started Roman. having sex with him. Who in the prosecution team knew of your personal relationship, and now I'm talking romantic, uh-huh. with Mr. Wade? So, sir, 
I am extremely private. Oh, I ask you who knew. It's not if you, the answer is no one knew. That's fine. No, nope. I ask you who knew. Answer, Let me just tell answer you it and then explain this, Willis. I am very private. When I supervise Mr. Body and Mr. McAfee, My they God. don't know who I, I am. This is this what you've done all day. Somebody. So that I kept something private. That's my private life is not any mystery to anyone that's not the question it, it's it, it's it's like a, a woman doesn't have the right to keep her private life private and oh I'm now she's a woman because uh, there have been all these in, and therefore intimations oh you still answered the question as well i'm sorry what was the question it's a judge is there anyone else who knew about it and then you can explain i i don't know oh, i don't think please. so i certainly didn't um go out telling my business to the world okay so the best of your recollection, you didn't inform anyone on the prosecution team that the individual that you had chosen to lead the prosecution team had a personal relationship with you. Well, is that correct? That's inaccurate. Your, your question is inaccurate. There's no such thing as an inaccurate question. You, you stated that the person I chose, we <laughs> yes. had a personal relationship. So we had a friendship. We have to. We have all these distinguishing factors. Oh, here we you go. Remember, when I chose him in November of 21. Oh, she chose him for length and Mr. Wade was not actually my first choice. That's no insult to him. Honor, no, no, no. I, I it don't. is you because of the way you phrased the question. You said when I chose oh him, goodness. I mean, I didn't inform people of a personal relationship. We have defined personal as romantic. It is an inaccurate way to state the question. Then I will as, certainly restate it so it is very accurate. Okay, no, and please not do not yell crap. at me. Oh, please do not yell at me. You have you been yelling Mr. at everybody Wade for the first time oh on November first of? 2021, correct? Of 2021, yes, sir. Your testimony is, whether one accepts it or not, your testimony is that at the time you hired Mr. Wade, there had never been a romantic relationship with Mr. Wade before you hired him, correct? Yes, my testimony is that we were very good friends, but not. But we're talking about the sex, so let's just don't. Well, no, I'm not talking about. I'm saying romantic relationship uh, doesn't necessarily have to be just sex. Well, it can I be dating. It can be holding hands. It can be any of those things that one might call romantic. I'm asking you whether or not prior to November 1st of 2021, there was a romantic relationship with Mr. Wade. That's very simple. It's either a yes or a no. I don't consider my relationship with him to be romantic before that. I'm not a hand holder, so no. That's fine. Now, Okay. Beyond November 1st of 2020, yeah. 2021. Now he's going to be able to come back if somebody says it's the truth. That's why he's still get there the foundation. There was no romantic relationship with Mr. Wade until early in 2022, whether it be oh January or February or March, early in 2022, correct? I would say sometime between February and April. Yes, sir. All right. Okay. Do we need to break your flounder? You what you tell me what to do here? Period when it became romantic. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we'll break Thank real quick. You. Okay. All right. We'll come back. Four thirty. Camera Pete and Flounder. We're not done yet. <laughs> Live on the stand with Fanny the Bluesy. <laughs> oh my! My favorite. Uh, Four thirty-four. It's Roddy. Rod Stewart. How'd he get all these babes? Unbelievable. Chicks, man. I got the chicks.
Kelly Enberg, his ex-girlfriend Rod Stewart on this day 1991, sued him for $25 million in a palimony suit in L.A. They had lived together from 1985 to 1990. And Rod Stewart later said, instead of getting married again, I'm going to find a woman I don't like and give her a house. Well, we've all said that. Might as well add a car and uh, prep school. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's like the old joke. Uh, oh, hell, I had it here somewhere. Now I can't find it. Um, uh, how many divorced men does it take to screw in a light bulb? Doesn't matter. They're not getting a house. <laughs> sorry. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're going to go back to the trial. Should we go back to the trial? I mean, uh, oh, uh, uh, Steve Sato now, a very famous then lawyer, is questioning uh, uh, Fanny the Floozy uh, from Fulton County, the DA, the prosecutor, about her links and when she had sex. And they're trying to get her to admit when she first had sex with him. She's saying, well, we were friends. We weren't romantic at that time. So he's, they're trying to go over when they, she actually gave it up and, and how, how they spent the money together. So, okay, here's a little, uh, Flounder, let's go a little more of the trial Sometime. live here. Understand. Now, the only thing I'm not sure about That's with what fan. you asked me is if I've been to D.C. personally because i got a lot of personal friends in that area. But I know that I um, have been to D.C. Uh, I did an interview at Howard University. I went to D.C. for that. Seems like I've been to D.C. one other time. Oh, I went to D.C. for the Global Summit. Actually, yeah, those were two separate trips. My next question is based on her opening the door, and therefore I'll just ask it, and Your Honor can decide whether or not it's appropriate. When you went to D.C., did you go to the White House? Okay. I did not go to the White House. No, well, apparently I'm going to get the answer anyhow. There you have it. Next question. Okay. You indicated uh -huh. your best the recollection to setting was up that the your relationship with Mr. Wade, the romantic relationship, there we go. Uh, ended, um, you left it in August of 2023. Does that sound right? That's the hard conversation. That's not the... Uh... We've covered this. Next question. And you characterize it as a tough conversation, correct? She's squirming. She's yes. not happy. Okay. Yes. I'm not going to get into the conversation per se. Well, if he doesn't want to, we won't go there. So, Mr. Sadon, next question. <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard to say no when you've got that opportunity. But all I'm going to say is, was it pre-indictment in this case? So We know the timeline that the indictment was delivered. Okay. Well, but, actually, and, and, and so that we're so clear, the okay. physical relationship ended pre-indictment. And is that when you were talking about the tough conversation? But I, I, the, I'm not sure that the tough conversation didn't happen until after the, the physical the relationship. So I'm sure if you ask Mr. Wade, because he's a male, he would say oh. we ended June or July because oh. physical contact. Ended then. Just in my mind, being a woman, ah. it's over when you have that like hard conversation. That's, I just think women and men think differently. And I think the answer, Mr. Sato, to your question was she's not sure whether it was before or after the indictment. Well, I'm, not, I'm not sure that that was her answer, but let's see if I can get specific. That is what I said. That's what I said. Oh, I'll let you. Next question, Mr. Sato. That's the judge. Want to say one more? The romantic relationship ended before the indictment was returned. Yes or no? To a man, yes. Oh, my God. To a man, yes. To you, not no. to her. She, she's explained this, Mr. Right. Sadow. She's explained this. That's a joke. And, did the, and the, did the forthcoming indictment have anything to do with that? Or was it just a coincidence? 
Mr. Let's go on and have the conversation. I just ask you whether or not it was a coincidence. It had absolutely or... nothing to do with this. It's interesting that we're here about this money. Mr. Wade is used to women that, uh, as he told me one time, the only thing a woman can do for him is make him a sandwich. We would have brutal arguments about the fact that I am your equal. I don't need anything from a man. A man is not a plan. A man is a companion. And so there was tension always in our relationship, which is why I was give him his money back. I don't need anybody to foot my bills. The only man who's ever foot my bills completely is my daddy. Is there anything else you would like to add to that? No. Sure. I'm sure we'll talk about it further. No, we're not going to talk about it further. I... All right, no back and forth, Mr. Sedow. Next question. Uh, my next question is something that I would that has to do with the what I've characterized as the church speech. Okay. Let me just tell you what the question is because I know that's not preserved for the record. Huh? You can preserve the questions for the record, but we'll, then we'll move on. That's correct. Thank you. When you gave what I've referred to as the Martin Luther King weekend church she speech, claimed you claimed to be a racist victim. To. A great honor of mine. That's a historic African American church. Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. Playing the race card in Did you yeah. have handwritten notes with you that you were reading from during the speech? And, and on second thought, Mr. Sadow, because you might have a number of questions about this, why don't we just bullet point what you would want to cover on this to preserve for the record, and then we'll move on to the next topic. Okay. Since I had laid out before that the forensic misconduct isn't a subject. So do I, do I not get an answer for that? That's, That's right. Okay. Uh, did you read your speech? Well, no, Mr. Sadow, for everything related to any forensic Oh, you just want me to stay out of it now? We're just not, it's, we can do it in a bullet form if you just want to cover what you would have asked, but it's not in a question and answer not format. Not sure why this okay, is so I should delayed. do that at this point or do it sure. when you're ready? We can do it right now, so it's fresh. I'm going to ask her about, did she prepare the speech? Did she have notes on the speech? Did she read the speech? Um, when did she do this? When did she write the speech? was she referring to when she was talking about um, others? Who was she referring to when she said they? Who she was referring to when she spoke in terms of their, that is, I would love to answer those questions. Well, Ms. Willis, uh, you could certainly do that in the reason, format. But for today, that's uh, what we decided we're not going to cover. Who was she talking about that was playing the race card and why this, she didn't tell the people at the church that she, was, that she had had a personal slash romantic relationship with the, I'll do respect the way it was characterized, the black man that she was referring to. And was the black man she refer, referring to, was that Mr. Wade? Okay. That's that area of inquiry. Noted for the record, Mr. Sadow. Next topic. Okay. That's because she played the race card, and, and the, the defendants are saying she slandered us as racists, and so the trial is based on racism instead of the actual facts of the case, among other things. Sorry. Yes. Correct? Mm-hmm. Would your bank records reflect that you withdrew cash from your bank accounts <laughs> They're still trying to get during the time business. period of 2020, 2021, Her boyfriend said that she paid him back in cash for half the money you, on their trip. I'm just asking whether they would reflect cash. that you would yeah, right. <laughs> cash from any of your bank accounts. Where'd you get the money? 
So the exact amounts. Well, but yeah, of course, of course, I withdrew money throughout that time period. Throughout my life, I've I withdrawn money from the bank. Yes, of course. Talking about cash from that is that you go to a cash, bank right. or you go to an ATM cash. and you take cash out. Either that way, or you go to Publix and you overpay, or you go to another store and you overpay. So yes, both through that, yes, uh, of course they would reflect that at times. Okay, and so, so let's records, see those records. If we had them, would show that, correct? <laughs> that right. throughout the course of my life, I took no, no, out money. From, I, yeah. I was very specific. I, I mean, what a snot. In that time period, I would have oh. taken money out. You yes. mean my life so every time? Do you have a problem with... I guess he's too I stupid to understand yeah. the question. If you don't want the bank records to be made available I, for the court and the court alone. I'm going to object as to the relevance, and this has already been addressed earlier as it relates to other records. She'd have to withdraw 2500 yeah. Exactly. They're trying to find whether she... Yeah, actually, yeah. I'm just going to sustain it on relevance. Uh, Mr. Say now, that's something you want to. Now they're deciding probably? whether it's relevant. Oh my God! See what I, I mean? I've been going on since nine o'clock this morning. Last, I, I couldn't stop watching. I'm getting ready at home. Contact with Mr. Wade in the year 2020. Correct. I don't know. What do you want to do? You want to keep going here? She's on the let's, let's pause a second here. Okay, let's we'll turn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my God. she's not only. She she put out the race card a few weeks ago in the church. In the church. She today is putting out the sex card. So basically yeah. what she's saying, look around you. All these white people are out to get me, not only because of my race and I'm a black woman in power, but that I'm a woman. That's right. She's done two or three times. She's done the woman card as well. Yeah. She's got it all planned out. This is why I think she's going to escape. Uh, there's no way. There's no way that, well, now I don't know what, <coughs> if the judge says there's nothing wrong, and, and he says, well, nobody's broken the law that we can determine, and so the case can proceed. Is there no one else who can say, yeah, Fanny, you got to go, we can't. I mean, who who's above her no. who can take her off the case? The Nobody, mayor? right? I don't think the mayor can't take her off the case. I don't think, I mean, it's over. If she, if, oh, my God, there's no way the judge is going to lie. If he, he's either got to believe or disbelieve the woman who, her so-called best friend, who said she's lying, she was having an affair in 2019. Either the judge believes her or not. If the judge believes that girl, it's over. Because Fanny, then, he, well, I know, I, he, yeah, he said, she said, I, 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 you're right. So we'll see. Oh, my God, this is unbelievable. Uh, 444, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. By the way, uh, normally Neil Bortz, well, we've only done it one or twice, uh, but Neil Bortz was going to join us at 4 o'clock today. Uh, his voice is gone, so he's going to do it at 4 o'clock tomorrow. So we'll have Neil tomorrow. And for those of you who go to Florida Man Radio, after we get off at 6 o'clock on Thursdays, normally we join Shannon Burke on his show in Florida, and he's at Daytona for the race this weekend, so he's not doing our little thing this afternoon, so we'll do that next week with Shannon. So, uh, no Shannon tonight, and no Neil Bortz today. We'll do Neil Bortz tomorrow around 4 o'clock, we'll have him on the show. 4.45, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. And critics are heading back at the bite. Listen what these snotty little snots did uh, over the uh, thanks or the uh, Valentine's Day yesterday. The, uh, they put, the White House posted an image of uh, the Speaker of the House with a red background and broken hearts, and it said Happy Valentine's Day, Speaker Johnson. And a poem that read, Roses are red, violets are blue, the border deal was crushed because of you. 
Oh, my God. Uh, some of the reaction, uh, if I were Speaker of the House, response would be something like this. Roses are red, passion flowers are azure. For three blanking years, you claimed the border was secure. <laughs> Another fixed it. Roses are red, commies vote blue. You had the House for two years. This one's on you. <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. The nerve of these people. Uh, blaming Trump and us for everything. Oh, my God. Quarter five, Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. Back to the trial shortly, too. See what's going on. Oh. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't know this song and the movie? <laughs> Saturday Night Fever, baby. Look out, here we go. Give her Pete and Flounder. Nice to have you aboard today on your Thursday, Saturday Night Fever time. Look out! Nineteen seventy-nine, the twenty-first Grammy Awards, the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack, won Album of the Year for the Bee Gees, named Best Pop Group and Best Arrangement for Voices for Staying Alive. It's a great mix. I mean, you got to say, well, goofy voices and goofy guys, but boy, they sure were big. Billy Joel's "Just the Way You Are" won Record and Song of the Year in nineteen seventy-nine. Donna Summer's Last Dance won two Grammys, Best Female R&B Vocal and Best R&B Song. And that was, again, the Grammys in 1979. And uh, let's see. I don't, again, my birthday in history list. I left it home. I, was, I came in today, and I go into this. I, I mentioned I did, forgot to finish the story. So I come in. We don't we don't, we don't, we don't have an office or a desk or something like that. We kind of, you know, show in the studio. But we, it was busy. I had people in there. So I put, took one of these little conference rooms over here, and I put I started undoing my stuff to get my stuff ready, and I'm playing it. All the papers I've gotten, all the news stories, and then I put them in a row, and I realized I can't find my history and birthday list because I left it home. And I started screaming, and I realized that's bad because all these people are going, oh, what the hell is Peter Peterson's next? Yeah. lost this, it. This, this, is, this isn't the old days yeah, this is where not. you went screaming through the sales department. No. I did, I did that once when I threatened to kill Michael Graham. When he, when he made, did that thing about me, been made fun of me, and said I had love with my horse and all this kind of stuff. And I went through that. <laughs> there were heads popping up in the cubicles like groundhogs. Like, like whack-a-mole. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I'm sorry. Anyway, 452. <laughs> Those <laughs> days are over. They're definitely over now. 452. Oh, by the hey. way, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And I got a reaction. Go ahead. You, you did some uh, Valentine's Day poems right before we did yes. that. And Jeff yeah. sent us one oh. uh, that Joe Biden sent to a member of his family. Oh, yeah, really? What was? What is it? Roses are red. Love's like a flower. Ashley, it's time to get in the shower. <laughs> Although, you know, I did overlook uh, some of the boy. We have some depressed people. As you know, I've been, you know, I can be a little a little blue and so because of various things. And uh, we have some uh, some of our listeners who like that, too. And I got uh, kind of taken task for people who we didn't pay enough attention to the people who were depressed on Valentine's Day. And so, for example, we have I'll give you one example of a, of a depressed <laughs> Valentine's Day, uh, possibly like this. A man, man would say this. Are you a toaster? Because I'd really like to take a bath with you. Let's see this. 
Are you a coffin? Because oh, wow. I'd love to be in you right now. It's kind of, you know, these are depre- very, very depressing kind of a, we just, we just have to be a fair for everybody. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, Flounder just got a phone call from a guy who made a very good point. Uh, he said, uh, this is, uh, listening to the trial, we're going to go back in a minute here into the trial, is interesting, but he said, the fact of the matter is I could go to C-SPAN and get the whole thing. It's on Fox News or whatever. Um, and I realize I'm not doing much, I mean, but, but again, you know, uh, I didn't sleep much. I was up at like 4.51 last okay. night working. So we got all this stuff here but this is this is one of the biggest news stories we will ever have in america and the prosecutors on the stand live okay we we talked about this the other day if you're going to be a citizen in the constitutional republic every once in a while you got to put down the sports page and put down the business page and pay attention to what the hell's going on this will help decide who you can vote for president not who will be president who you will have the right to vote for president this is pretty damn important right now and it's more important than talking about kansas city super bowl parade shooting i'm sorry this is more important and we, we've got a lot of other stories we'll try to get to now. That it's, it's, and it's four, entertaining. It's 4.54, so it's almost 5 o'clock. I, I don't know whether they're going to cut the trial at 5 o'clock. But in the meantime, we're going right. Here's Fanny back at the uh, prosecutor, DA, Fanny Fan Fan, back on the stand trying to, uh, well, be duplicitous of whether or not she was having an affair before she admitted that she was having an affair. I visited the district attorney in Houston. They divided their work up, and I thought the way she was doing it was better than my, me. And so I, I made a civil rights unit and so they did what we would classify as civil rights cases oh, those this, are specifically the police brutality this goes cases. back to federal funds when i first took over i was told paul had not filtered five cases that was a joke it ended up being the 101 cases they weren't filtered which is why i hired two of them eventually we got it down enough that it was one of them um and then um, now I still have one lawyer that does it, but now I've been able to cut those cases down to like 30. Can you tell me the, and help me understand what the purpose of the filter is? Yes, sir. So what a filter is, is police officers make statements in the line of duty, and you are not allowed as the prosecutor to know what those statements are if they're done in the furtherance of their employment. And in fact, if you know what those statements are, you're basically disqualified from the case. You can't have it anymore. So what our policy is, I think I pay them like a $50 flat fee. They pick the case up directly from the GBI because that's where those cases go to. I think there's about misuse of federal funds for programs to read and she used some files. So yeah, um, is, the body cam. Yeah. The, we'll we'll, we'll, uh, we'll cut off of this for all flounder. Uh, 4.55. Again, we'll, I, I don't know whether they're going to do it at 5 o'clock or keep going or whatever. She's been on the stand for a couple hours now. Uh, and I listened all this morning to what I was working on. Yeah. Holy cow. Well, I haven't heard anything that could get her kicked off yet, but he's asking questions that he might be able to set her up with something That's what later. He's doing. It depends yeah. if the judge lets it in. Yeah, he's well, the other thing is he's got he obviously has either facts or receipts or testimony to uh, counter her claims about this and that's that's what the ball is going to be. Yeah. Hopefully we hope Otherwise, it's another one big fat waste of time. But again, I don't know. I, I wish you could have seen the, her, her demeanor, her behavior, her snotty attitude. She's calmed down a little bit now. But she, all, all day, the whole time, she was she flicked off the judge when he said, I warned her, if you do that again, I'm going to discount all your testimony. She goes, 
Oh, my God. <laughs> the lead page on FoxNews.com has a photo from the side, and she's pointing very vigorously at somebody in the courtroom, probably the lawyer. Meanwhile, in the background, you got the judge, and he's literally like, oh, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, 457. Have we got a Flounder's Funny? Let's do a, let's do a Flounder's yes, Funny. Do. What the hell? And we'll come back to a trial later. we got Holy Crap at Sports coming up, and it's 457 already. So here, let's do a little something right here with Flounder. <laughs> Any moment. It's got it right there. It's, here it comes right now. It's right here. I'm doing stuff, though. I'm taking Propecia, which is a pill that's supposed to help with hair loss. And uh, when I went to the doctor to get my prescription, he was like, just so you know, one of the side effects of Propecia is a decreased libido. And I was like, great, I'll take it for that reason alone. I mean... <laughs> I mean, yeah, I want to keep my hair, but you're telling me there's a pill that will make me stop thinking about sex all the time and have a healthy relationship with the Internet again? I want it. Give it to me. Give it to me now. I need it. He's like, it's a difficult decision for a lot of men. I'm like, how? How is this a difficult decision? If I take Propecia, I'll have hair and a lower sex drive, but if I don't, I'll just be bald and horny? Give it to me. <laughs> I need it now. Okay? All right? That's not an option for me, Doc. If I go bald with this baby face, I'll just look like a baby. Okay? <laughs> and nobody wants a big, horny baby. All right? <laughs> Been alive long enough to know that. Thank you. <laughs> Who's that guy? That is Sean Hamron. Sean Hamron. Okie dokie. Anyway, a little flounder's funny. 458, Kimber Pete and flounder. Uh, let's go back to Fanny real quick, see if she's uh, in the middle of something untouched by trying to trap her or something. Mr. Durham, you're still with us on Zoom? No questions, Your Honor. Mr. McDougald. I do have a couple, Your Honor, but it's a little awkward from back here. If you want me. Uh, yeah, why don't you go ahead and make your way up. Fanny Willis, prosecutor, DA, Fulton County, still in the stand. And as far as I know, they have not gotten her to admit what the first date was. She had sex with her lover. That would be, that's the bottom of the, the point, whether she was lying when she put in court documents when she did. Now, here's another lawyer coming up. I guess this is another lawyer for one of the Trump defendants trying to get her kicked off the case. Ms. Willis, how are you doing? I'm very well. How are you, Mr. McDougal? I think this is our first in-person meeting, correct? Second. Second. Well, I apologize for not remembering you more clear. Yeah, Ms. she was drunk. Forgive her. Um, I'm referring Hi. now to... Cocaine. Exhibit number 21. Face yes, in the pillow. Which was your financial disclosure form for 2022. <laughs> we'll come back. I guess they're going after 5 o'clock. We'll see. We'll keep you posted. Anyway, Kimber Pete and Flounder. Holy crap at sports. We'll do we'll, you know, we'll do our stuff and more Flounder's funnies and uh, and more court stuff. This is a huge case. Ooh. team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners so start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only ten dollars each these bonds earn a fixed seven percent apy and there's no fees penalties or minimum balance required and they can be redeemed whenever you like you can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds go to worthybonds.com backslash save that's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win 
When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Let's get it together, ladies. Left shoulder, right of flank. Ready on your dog, target. Front guards out. Look out. It's only me. It's only the Kevin Ryan doing 503 with Pete Davis and Flounder live in the courtroom. Going back in a second with the prosecutor, the Fulton County DA, Fanny the Floozy, is uh, wiggling her way out of trying to take any responsibility for being a goofball tramp. But that's a whole other story. Uh, Kevin Pete and Flounder, 404 We got a holy crap at sports coming up. We got more Flounder's funnies. We got stuff. We got a lot more on this uh, live court case. Uh, before we get back to it, you heard that if you were listening a minute ago on the news, the Russian, that the whole business that started yesterday where there, had, there was a secret thing going on and the, the uh, uh, Republican congressman wanted the president to talk about it with the, uh, the other congressmen and so forth. It turned out what they were afraid of and testifying to the national threat was the Russians apparently are building some kind of weapon system in space. My understanding is, and I think I heard this earlier, don't we have a treaty with the Russians and all everybody else who had any kind of missile stuff to not build weapon systems in space? Isn't that true? I mean, I've, I know we have a space treaty well, of some kind. No. I guarantee you that we and China have ability to kill any satellite that they put up. Well, I was going to say, why don't they shoot it down like we did with the, with the Chinese balloons a few, a few months ago? Shoot the damn things out of the sky, out of the space. I mean, if they're not allowed to do it, blow it up. Well, what's yeah, the problem? I have no problem with that. No <laughs> the only problem, problem is, by who, the way, yeah, Russia's tech, technology sector right now is to the point where they don't even know if they wanted to launch a nuclear strike against us, whether the damn missiles would fire. Well, they're so old and untaken yeah, care of. No, no sense checking that out or anything, you know, on that kind of stuff. There, good grief! <laughs> I got five oh five. Blow the thing out of the freaking space room. Anyway, uh, oh, oh, and well, you by, know, you, the, yeah. The only thing you have to do up there is have something to send out pieces of metal or rock or whatever, and once it catches speed and hits the ground, yeah, yeah. if it makes it to the ground, yeah. it can destroy Look, cities. Burn. Yeah, I, that's right. That's right. Uh, by the way, uh, 505, the, uh, the, uh, the female lawyer we were talking about earlier for one of the defendants that brought Fannie, the prosecutor of the Floozy, into court. Uh, her name is uh, Ashley Merchan. And ironically, the judge who just ruled against Donald Trump today in New York and said he has to go to trial March 25th, that judge is also named Merchan. I wonder if they're related. M-E-R-C-H-A-N. Not totally common name that I've never, you know, I wonder if they're related. I'll be damned. She's a lawyer here in Atlanta uh, working for the Trump defendant. He's the judge ruled against Trump. I don't think there's a T on the end. Ashley Merchan, M-E-R-C-H-A-N. 
And I wonder if they're related. Wouldn't that be funny that she's representing one of the defendants of the Trump RICO case in Atlanta and the judge, same name, <laughs> filed against, ruled against Trump in the court today and said, you can't delay it. We're going to go March 25th. I'm reading this here from the Fox Every, thing. Everything Chan. I've seen on this, she has a T at the end of it. Well, uh, let me see. Uh, Let's see. Twitter, uh, Merchant Law, the Merchant Law. Oh, now, it's a, it's now a it has a T on the end. It says a T on the other, uh, on the uh, later on in the story. <laughs> well, okay. Well, so much. I just thought so that was pretty. the answer is no. <laughs> the answer is or no. They're honor. not really. <laughs> uh, 507. All right. I'll tell you. We, do we have a phone call we need to get here, Flounder, uh, about this all stuff? Let's see. What do we got here? Yeah, we got a millennial fuddy dud who wants to talk about Fanny. Oh, yeah. Fanny, you're a fluddy dud. You're on the radio. What's going on? Hey, Kimber, good to talk to you. Thank you. Uh, just wondering, so we're watching Fanny uh, act like a juvenile on the uh, TV. <laughs> I just wanted to ask you, do you think she's going to face repercussions when all this is resolved? I do. Well, I, I, I mean, now Pete disagrees totally. He thinks nothing's going to happen. I know it's going to, but I, I can't believe that her career is going to be the same. And I can't believe that she's going to. Well, now maybe the people who vote would vote for her, saying, "Yeah, she stood up to those damn white racists and tried to get Trump." And so yeah, maybe she's bulletproof. Maybe she is bulletproof. But it would seem to me that anybody who's been involved in this, I mean, my God, she was sleeping with the guy she put on the payroll. Boom. End of story. What the? I mean, what? What else do you need? I mean, the woman is, is I, I, how did she think she could get away with this kind of stuff? A guy who's never done a federal RICO case, has no experience for any of this kind of stuff. And in my understanding is she was paying him $100 an hour more than the other two guys she hired to be on her staff for the three-man staff as well as this. And uh, and one time he, he filed his documents. He was charging at 250 bucks an hour. And for one day he charged 24 hours in a row. For charging the, the fee. So, I mean, come on. <laughs> and then you go on these expensive, fancy, exotic vacations. I mean, good grief. Anyway, I think I think there's got to be repercussions. But uh, now, Pete, maybe he's right. Maybe she's bulletproof. I don't know. What do you think? I, I don't know. I just I will just say it would be frustrating if nothing happens, but I don't know. I, I mean, who can call? You know, honestly, I don't know anything about the, what's going on in the world anymore. I don't get any of that. I've never I've never experienced, and I've, I've been around a long time. You know, I felt. I feel so bad for Donald Trump and, well, President Trump, and how much he did for the country and how much he's being raked over the coals. Can you imagine? Can you imagine going through what Trump has gone through basically every day of his life for seven years? No. I'd say to heck with this country. Yeah. But he, he seems to really, really care. Yeah. Well, and, and again, he's doing it. He's not making money off it. He's doing it because he wants to be his. Thank God his ego is such that Donald Trump wants to be the best president this country's ever had. So he's in it to, for the glory of being a great president representing the country the best he could, which is the only thing you'd ever want. I don't care if it's his ego or not. If his goal is to be the best president at the best country in the history of the world, God bless you. I mean, who wouldn't support that? You know, anyway, I don't well, know. Thanks for taking my call. Thank sir. you. I appreciate it very much. It's five, uh, five, ten already. Let's go back to trial. The lawyers now uh, got Fanny on the stands, uh, Fanny on the, uh, on the stand still at her court case. Flounder, if you would, for a minute. Go shopping. Well, uh, now, now, have you ever used, did you say earlier that you used Cash App? 
I, when I would pay Rob and Brian, I used Cash App. Her, her boyfriend says she would pay him back in cash. For the record, let's for the trips. Well, so, you know, if you're paying Robin with Cash App, why aren't you paying, uh, allegedly paying Mr. Uh, There's no alleged here. Why aren't you paying, allegedly, Mr. Wade with Cash App? I don't think Mr. Wade does Cash App. Do you ask him? I think he's told me he doesn't do Cash App. Okay, so that's the reason why you didn't use Cash App. He's sitting next to me. I hand him the money. Because there would be a record in Cash App of your making payments, correct? Yes, but yes. I didn't think that I was making a record in a personal relationship. Because when you're filing your, and, and I know that I'm going to move into this uh, financial statement here, but you were asked uh, just a second ago about your non-disclosure form, or your, excuse me, your disclosure form of a, an Exhibit 21, where um, we agree that Mr. Wade is a prohibited source, correct? I don't. I, what I agree to is I don't believe he's giving me gifts. You've, you would like to classify these trips as gifts, but I've always paid my fair share on these trips, so I did not look at them as gifts. In cash. I don't cash. think that what this is disclosing, and they can tell me if they mean something different. I don't think it means that if you go to dinner with somebody over the course of a year and it gets to 100, you're supposed to report it. If my understanding of that is wrong, um, I've probably been to lunches with a couple of people that over the course of a year they paid, I paid. Let, let, let me, let, private yeah. source means, we already went over this, Mr. Gillen, Mr. McDougall. Well, you know, I have to, I have to uh, lay the foundation here before I can follow up with my uh, next question. I, I, don't, I don't know why you can't, you have to, well, it's okay. the questions uh, have been made. Then, Ask your uh, 2022 disclosure form, did not list any of the thousands and thousands of dollars that Mr. Wade li uh, paid for on trips that you were on. Objection. Isn't that correct? That's because Mr. Wade was paid that money back, or he was paid uh, due to the fact that I bought the plane ticket or I paid for the hotel. There, there was never money that he gave me. Yeah, well. that, that wasn't the nature of our relationship. You know, there's so many men, and Mr. Wade really, is one of them, where the nature of the relationship is they're just paying a woman. The nature of our relationship <laughs> is companionship oh and friendship. <laughs> Despite the way people would like to paint certain women, it's just not true. Final question. Women. And women again. Paint the women. Solitary documentary Last piece question. of evidence showing that you have withdrawn the cash to pay. Right. Thank you, Mr. That, that's not accurate. Thank you. Uh, uh, okay. Judge was kind of off. All right, well, we'll come back. Again, this is really, this, uh, Fannie Willis live, and she's been on the stand for hours. It's been going on since this morning, and I guess it's probably going to go on. It's got to go into tomorrow. They're nowhere close to getting anything resolved here by a long shot of whether she should be taken off the case and the case actually be dismissed for that matter. I don't think that's ever going to happen, but we'll see. All right, 513. All right, we'll do, we do got radio stuff, including Holy Crap and Sports, and we'll be uninterrupted with trial stuff with Pete coming up in a second. Like that. is live every day on Extra 106.3. And if you miss the legend, you missed this.
Well, Obama and his uh, famous, we're going to fundamentally transform the yeah. United States. And, and Obama, has. who also said our Constitution, the Bill of Rights, gave us those rights. The Bill of Rights didn't protect rights that were already inherently ours. No, our rights came from the Constitution in the showing his complete lack of understanding of how the, the government of this country works. Catch Neil's commentary every day on Extra 106.3 or listen anytime on the Extra 106.3 app. Uh, hey, Kirapine Flounder, how's it going? 514. Do we have that sound bite or is that, we have that, oh my God, when we come back, oh man, <laughs> more about the fanny thing and some of the reaction to it in a second. Holy cow. 514, Kirapine and Flounder, how's it going? Saluting our, guy, our guys down at Atlanta Safe House. You know, they have a, a, a showroom in Ackworth, Atlanta Safe House, where I've bought two safes, two big gun safes, and they can bolt them in, into the concrete floor from the inside of your basement or garage or whatever you're looking for. And it's not just the great big gun safes, but they can, build you the business safe. They have jewelry safes, high security safes, vault doors. And again, check out the pistol safes. Go to atlantasafehouse.com and they have their display of all their uh, beautiful safes for you right there. And their uh, things taking care of your family, including, I'm not making this up, they can build you a family storm shelter. Talk about being safe. Lock it up your stuff. Lock up your assets. Unlike the camera when I went to Florida, didn't have my safe went down there and I <laughs> couldn't find my medical records. And the VA says, well, you're not going to get anything for that because you can't prove it. So, you know, my fault, my bad, and uh, I'm suffering for it. It's the way it goes. But if you want to keep stuff, we talk about Valentine's Day. If you had one of the great Valentine's Days of all time, you want to keep that little treasure secret separate and, and uh, something you can look at all the time, put it in your safe. They have also, including the pistol safes, take them with you. Keep your gun out of the hands of anybody, even if, uh, if there's something happens in the car. Uh, tell them the camera sent you. Check it out. They've got all the brands, American Security, Browning, Fort Knox, and it's not that little plastic thing at the pharmacy with a little teeny key. That's not it. Professional delivery and installation using only off-duty police, firefighters, and military to thank them for what they do. The way they thank you for supporting our special sponsor, AtlantaSafeHouse.com. Millions of guys suffer from erectile dysfunction. That's one in four men. And I can tell you, I'm one of them. If you or someone you know suffer from ED, Peyronie's disease, or PE, here's 38-year emergency room doctor and founder of Total Body Therapy of Georgia, Dr. Eric Deal. Patients who enter my office are often frustrated, hopeless, depressed, and embarrassed. I understand the problem, and I'm going to help you fix it. There are lots of competitors that don't have the credentials that I have. When you go to other clinics, you're not going to see board-certified physicians with the experience that I have. When you come to our clinic, you're going to see me. There's just not one therapy that can solve these complex issues. I'll do a complete history and physical prior to any treatment that we use. Take it from me, Dr. Deal. When it's not hard, it's really hard. Call Dr. Deal for your free one-on-one evaluation and resolve your ED, peronies, or PE issues. Total Body Therapy of Georgia, 404-777-1911. 404-777-1911. Online at StopMyED.com. My name is Jamie High, and I have worked for Bruce Hagen for 14 years. Why do I work for Bruce? Because he truly cares. He cares about me, he cares about my family, and he cares about each and every one of his clients. Family is important to him, and he never makes me choose between my family and work. He values me as an employee, but also as a person. At our firm, we are all family, and I wouldn't want it any other way. I am Jamie, and I've worked for Bruce Hagen for 14 years because he's the best. Hagen-Law. 
The Atlanta Braves are proud to host the annual Bill Lucas Ralph Gar HBCU Classic, March 1st and 2nd at Cool Ray Field in Gwinnett. Come see the Grambling State University Tigers take on the Florida AM Rattlers. The HBCU Classic is designed to showcase HBCU baseball in the Southeast and foster the next generation of diverse baseball players. Friday's March 1st game begins at 5 p.m., followed by a game Saturday, March 2nd at noon. Tickets are $15. Get yours today at Braves.com slash HBCU Classic. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team, build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, and the process is 100% online. To start your free online visit, go to hymns.com slash joy. That's H-I-M-S.com slash J-O-Y. <laughs> Coming up, we'll have the latest on Rachel Dolezal we mentioned yesterday. Also, the Biden uh, got caught in another lie thing. And wait to hear the comments from Fanny on the stand, which you may have missed earlier. Coming up at first, 520. And it's time for Holy Crap It Sports with Pete Davis. I got a little deer right outside the window eating oh, no a little early. Usually it's it's around dusk he comes out, uh, but he's a little bitty thing. He's out here eating right out the window. Well, I'll Pretty be down. Get some video. I should. Uh, we begin with some sad news, though. Falcons great linebacker Fulton Kuykendall has passed away early this morning, known as Captain Crazy, spelled with K's, yeah. for the way that he threw his body around the field. Gone at the age of 70. Yeah, he was that's just wrong. 70. Yeah. Uh, Kuykendall played for Atlanta from 1975 to 84, an absolute full-out baller on defense on the infamous Grits Blitz in yeah. 1977 under head coach Lehman Bennett, set the NFL record for fewest points allowed during a 14-game season, just 129, which, of course, still stands because they've moved on from 14-game seasons. Kuykendall played alongside such defensive greats as Claude Humphrey and Greg Brezina, after being drafted out of UCLA, Fulton Kuykendall, dead at the age of 70, and wow. just another bit of my uh, childhood guy. I remember, yeah, me too. Absolutely. Yeah. In a surprise move, Georgia State head coach Sean Elliott has resigned. He's pulled a Chip Kelly so he can return to South Carolina and be their tight ends coach for the Gamecocks. Ooh. GSU has stopped its spring practices and postponed the spring game. Elliott had been the head coach of the Panthers for seven seasons after coming over as an assistant from USC East. They began practicing two days ago, and the spring game was scheduled for March 9th, but it's been postponed. So mm. now they're looking for a head coach. Wow. Fun My alma mater. <laughs> there you go. Well, you should do it. Yeah, I should, co yeah, I should coach <laughs> the football team. 
I could, I, I might be able to do a baseball team, but I can't do a football team. <laughs> I used to do the so, my girls' softball team stuff. Anyway, long story. Those guys are way bigger than me, so I'm not going to uh, yell at people who are much larger than <laughs> I am. Uh, Braves pitchers and catchers working out today in Northport, Florida, and left fielder Jarrett Kelnick is already there. And President of Baseball Operations Alex Anthopoulos was on the locker room this morning on the sister station 680 The Fan, and he spoke about the new guy, Kelnick. And he said, He's this. young. He's got upside, highly touted prospect. He's got big, raw power. He's got some swing and miss to, to his game. But again, he's still young, and we think that still can improve. But you know, the biggest thing is he could be a very good defender in, in the corner. Um, he's got great tools. He can run. He could throw. Uh, he's got power. So, you know, look, he hasn't been able to put it together yet at the big league level over the course of the full season. He's had spurts, and when it's been good, it's been tremendous. And the question is, you know, can we get that over six months rather than six weeks? Yeah, well, consistency yeah. is what he needs to work on, and that's why he's there early, I'm sure. Yeah, good. Good, good. New Falcons offensive coordinator Zach Robinson doesn't know or can't say who his quarterback will be next season, but he does know what that he needs to have. Yeah. When you look at that position, that's got to be the most competitive guy in the room, Robinson says. They've got to have mental, physical toughness. They've got to be able to think. They've got to have mental capacity. They've got to be able to throw the football accurately. They've got to have an inventory of throws, pace, touch. They've got to be able to drive it when they need it. And they've got to have poise, and they've got to have heart. Wow. They've got to have heart. Oh, one month for the gift. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you got to have heart. It's enough singing. Anyway, uh, now that they know exactly what they're looking for, it shouldn't be too hard to go find that guy. No, right? they're, they're all over the place yeah. probably with all that stuff. Yeah, Front street corner. So. <laughs> Jeez. 83-year-old broadcaster Vern Lundquist oh. is calling his 40th Masters this April and uh, his last. Well, I, I can say. <laughs> Vern plans to kill himself yes. on the 14th. No, I'm just kidding. By overeating. He's stepping or... down. Oh, God. <laughs> you it's a freaking go monster. I'm sorry. He just he is got a big to boy. stop, Vern. Good How Lord. does he get up in that uh, I don't that know. It's a crane. They, they have a crane. They have a big, giant, looping crane. There's a joint. Up you go, nice. buddy. <laughs> Sit right here, Vern. Nice get you up there. He's a very nice man. He's stepping down from his golf perch eight years after stepping away from calling SEC football games. So basically, this is it for Vern yeah. Lundquist. He's a good he guy. A he's been around long. He has a very good, distinguished career. Nice man. Good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats to Detroit Mercy, who finally won a basketball game this season. They were 0 and 26 <laughs> until spanking IUPUI last night. The funny part is, after the big win, the fans stormed the court. I said the fan, fan. stormed the court. <laughs> One, One guy. guy. <laughs> for what Jay has in the box, what does IUPUI stand for? International uh, Unified uh, uh, Pornographic. Oh, sorry. I don't know. No, you're wrong. No. It's the Indiana University, Purdue University of Indianapolis. Uh, a little confusing, but uh, we covered two states and three counties or something, I guess. Oh, that's fine. I didn't know you could do that. I but anyway, Big Ten, <laughs> they're very incestuous in the Big Ten. Yes, I mean, you know, just are. look at the fans. Well, they I mean, got that on. corn thing going. <laughs> They're all corn fed. There we go. We, it's like Bubba Gump. You know, we got corn pie. We got corn casserole. We got... I can name every nut. A peanut, lychee nut. We got cornhole and we got all kinds of stuff. The Shamrock Series will return to Yankee Stadium in November. What is the Shamrock Series? Come the Shamrock on. Series is where Irish uh, soccer players get together and take off their shirts. 
You were so close. Oh, okay. So close. Notre Dame faces Army in the Shamrock Series. Oh, that's series. right. I remember that. I should have known that. In the celebration of the 100th anniversary of what? Of the 100th anniversary, so that would be 1924, uh, World War Number 4. Uh, number 4. Number uh, 4. Newt Rockne. Close. The fabled four horsemen, four horsemen of, Notre, of Dame. Notre Dame, under a cloudy sky and a Harley high. No, I wasn't quite it. Uh, under the was under the, the cloudy coast. sky. You you should know that. What's that opening line? I don't know that. Oh come I on, you Notre must Dame, know, that. So I don't know that. Under a thundering cloudy sky, out of the west came the four horsemen of Notre Dame, or something like that. It's a very very uh, excellent poem line. That was back when the people in the East thought Notre Dame and Indiana was west. <laughs> well, it wasn't really it's bro- sort of west, west of East, but it's not it's really west. west. No, it's a- <laughs> the backfield. The horsemen were Jim Crowley, Elmer Layden, Don Miller, and Harry Stuhldreer, immortalized by Grantland Rice in the New York Herald Tribune after Notre Dame upset Army in New York City, thirteen to seven, October eighteenth, nineteen twenty-four. And Grantland Rice's opening line was. We got to get that. Now, I don't have time to do it because I'm talking to Pete on the radio. I'm going to try to Google it while you're doing that. I don't know what his opening line was. Well, so it's a fam- the, mo- the most famous us. line in all of poetry about uh, football and Notre Dame and everything else. Was, uh, I oh my hate God, Notre I can't. Dame, so I don't know that. All right, so well, I'm going to try to find it. Go look for it while I continue. <laughs> Hawks fall to the Hornets, 126-99 last night. Jalen Johnson had 19 points and 12 rebounds. Former Mets and Phillies center fielder Lenny Dystra has reportedly suffered a stroke and is in an L.A. hospital. He's just 61 years old. He's Lenny a, Dykstra, is that what you said? Lenny, 61. But he's had a rough life. He's done a lot of stuff to his body. Wow. So. Yeah, that's true. And there's an interesting thing going on at LSU right now. Uh, Pete Tamil has this on there. LSU freshman running back Terry or Trey Holly is facing three felony charges, including attempted second-degree murder. So LSU has decided to make him a captain. Oh, no, no, no. They've suspended him indefinitely from the LSU team. In the past, they would have made him a captain, but not anymore. And on this date, February 15, 1946, Tigers player Hank Greenberg had a very good week. Greenberg agreed to a $60,000 deal with Detroit, and then he married New York department store heiress Carol Gimble. Three days later. So his life was pretty much set. Wow, <laughs> at that I, point. I suppose, yes. Did uh, you find that what you're looking I've, for? I've got nine of them. It's incredible. Uh, Wick- uh, Grantland Rice, Notre Dame Fighting Irish, the four horsemen of Notre Dame. And they open it up, and it's everything but that. Uh, here's another one. Uh, all poetry. How Grantland Rice, uh, poems by the famous poet. Uh, Rice oh, poem, The Four Horsemen of Notre Dame. And, and I open it up, and it's... Uh, uh, to my sister, life is tough. Uh, I try to be good, but I take after my mother. Game called the way it is. Good luck. Well, what the it. hell? How do you get the freaking Notre Dame thing? I mean, I put down Notre Dame, and it's not giving me crap. Hallucinated. Game called across the field to play. The dusk has come. The hour is late. The fight is done and lost or won. A player flies out through the gate. That's not it. I want the I want the freaking horseman of freaking Notre freaking Dame, and it won't give it to me. It's unbelievable. Sorry, how do you? How can? How can I? I, I, I did the Grandland Heist, the Notre Dame poem, and I'm get everything but that. Well, you but know what? what? The hell? Think of it this way: I've given you something you can mull about and complain about. It was a great line. It was a, one of the it's a, under the cloudy sky of the coming out of the. I mean, it was a fam, one of the famous lines of all time. I can't believe that. Sure, it was. Oh God. Well, anyway, I mean, I'm just very upset about this. 
All night you're going to Well, it's got to be there. How could I not find it? Flounder, can you find it? It's the opening line to the the famous (laughs) Notre Dame poem by Grantland Rice. And I and I Google it and it's not it's not coming up. Oh, all right, well, we'll find. Right. Is that no? Mudville? It's not mighty. No, that's a different one. All right, it's almost five thirty. All right, let me do this and then we'll come back and figure this all out. I have a uh, oh, this is a terrible thing on this day, nineteen eighty one, nineteen sixty one. God, was that long ago? Nineteen sixty one. The U.S. figure skating team were all killed in a plane crash. Uh, on this day, 1978, Leon Spinks beat Muhammad Ali for the World Heavyweight Boxing Championship. Ali won it back seven months later. Uh, Leon was inducted into the Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame with his brother Michael. In 2012, Leon was diagnosed with shrinkage in his brain, likely caused by all the punches to the head. And on this day, uh, 1998, Dale Earnhardt won his first Daytona 500. And, of course, Daytona Wait a minute. this weekend. Yes. You have it? Outlined against a blue-gray October sky. The Four Horsemen rode again. That's it. Grantland Rice, it. the Four Horsemen of Notre Dame. Good. Well Famine, done. pestilence, destruction, and death. The road to Hope Four Horsemen of Notre Dame. Oh, my God. So what a great poem. Hey, you saved it. You saved it. 5.30, Kimber Pete and Flounder in a phone call. Hold on, Harold or Henry or whoever's coming up there. Harold, I think. Look out. Here we go. 5.30, look out. Sly and the family stone here with the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Sometimes I'm right, and I could be wrong. My own beliefs are in my song. Yeah, boy, 1969. In the old hippie era of free love and hate Ashbury, Sly and the family stone started a four-week run at number one on the singles chart. Everyday people. Everyday people. There you go. Sly 1969. The family stone. By the way, we got a phone call coming up. We'll get right back to the trial stuff. I think they are, they're gone for the day, but we have some sound bites you don't want to miss. And Flounder found another beauty from Fanny the Floozy. Our birthday list includes Matt Greening, 70 years old, creator of The Simpsons and Futurama. He actually named one of his sons Homer. And his sister's name is Lisa. <laughs> okay, well, Matt Greening from uh, uh, The Simpsons of Future. I'm a family guy myself, uh, for the record. And on this day in history, it was 1992, Jeffrey Dahmer was found sane and guilty of the brutal sex torture murders of at least 15 young men. Dahmer was sentenced to 15 life terms, totaling 957 years in prison in 1992. Luckily for him, his life only lasted two uh, life-term years because he was beaten to death by another inmate two years later in 1994. So there you go on that. Uh, 536. Let's take our phone call. I've been hanging on a very long time. And then and some sound bites from Fanny. And uh, we'll see whether she's still on the stand. I think they might have uh, uh, gone for the day, but uh, I could be wrong. I, I see her on the stand. Don't know whether it's live. Here's uh, Harold. Hey, Harold, you're on the radio. Thank you so much for holding hey. on, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, Kimmer. Thank you for taking my call. I just wonder, with all this civil mess going on downtown Atlanta and the city of Atlanta, if Fanny is removed or whatever happens to her, if, there, if these yahoos down there will start rioting and just create a mess everywhere that Trump has a court case. But this, this racial 
woman is just creating more division in this yeah. wonderful city. Yeah, I, that's I, all. I, that's all I have. Well, thank you, Harold. I, I appreciate it very much. And you're and you're right. This racial division. I mean, uh, again, the first thing she did is go into a church, get to the pulpit, and play the race card. And today she played the race card and the girl card. Uh, and in fact, I, I, let's do this one first. She also. We're going to talk a little bit about her. I think. I think they probably the trial is off, is over for the day. I don't know that, but I don't see any live coverage on their uh, TV screens right now. But uh, Flounder just came up with this uh, on the stand today, among other things. Uh, Fanny Willis, we'll talk about I'll play the new one here. Flounder was talking about uh, her love affair with her uh, black man, a male lover. The I'm not going to emasculate a black man, but I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm sorry, what? I'm not going to emasculate a black man. Did you understand that? All right, well, I don't let's think get we should back discuss on track, further. Mr. Sato. <laughs> if she, she had just, the nerve to sit there and say, God. we should not discuss this further. Yeah. Did you understand me? What a freaking snot. Uh, some reaction. Uh, wow, but a white man is fine. I'm, well, you won't emasculate a black man, but a white man is fine. Laugh my ass off. These people are so freaking racist. Uh, so she's a racist, too. Why am I no way surprised? So much racism. People have no idea how rotted our institutions have become. Uh, a, a ghetto judge, Judy. Fanny Willis is a vote rigger. I said rigger. Uh, I mean, on and on, one more, one after another. The judge actually warned her because she was being so snotty, and he said, "If you keep it up, I'm going to, I'm going to eliminate all of your testimony." In fact, here's another. Uh, so let's get another Fanny soundbite here, Flounder. If you have one from earlier today when she was on the stand. So that's where we. Oops, that, that might. Have so been. your office objected to us getting um, Delta records for that's flight the lawyer for the Trump. Trump. Well, no, no, no. I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives you're confused you think i'm on trial these people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020 i'm not on trial no matter how hard you try to put me on trial so <laughs> yes you are on trial my god i mean the balls on this woman <laughs> jeez Holy crap. Uh, she's she running was, for something. She was ticked off at the very beginning. She called the allegations dishonest, extremely offensive. She held up a printed copy of the allegations in both hands and turned to the judge and said, this is a lie. Uh, she called defense attorney Ashley Merchant's interests contrary to democracy. At one point, the judge called for a recess, and he said, I told the lawyers, stop talking over each other, and said, if you have uh, either listened to the questions asked or if it happens again, I'm going to have no choice but to strike your testimony. She's been belligerent and snotty and nasty and uh, evasive. And she hasn't asked, you know, the the basic question is uh, about the money and the trips together and whether she used that as part of the thing and, wh- and when she started having sex with him. You know, I mean, it, 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 if they can't get to this, and again, they're, I, I assume they're off today for the rest of the day and we'll be back tomorrow because this is a long way from over. Uh, a phone call here, uh, Flounder? Yeah, we got Swatoon. Swatoon, you're on the radio, my friend. What's going on? Thank you, man. First of all, we peasants, we don't understand. That's why she's so offended by all of us. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the, se- the second thing about her, it's a- it's that time of the month, so, you know, you cannot really blame her for being angry. Uh, she could be having her. I, it's possible. She's, a, you know, we, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to. Yeah, maybe we could reschedule the trial for 28 days, Judge. I don't know. Just a thought. I don't know. Yeah. All, all, she, all she needs to do is to stand up and say, this is over. Period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I just, I don't get any of this. She keeps saying it's a lie, it's a lie, it's a lie. 
it's it's like watching uh, one of those people on the the sorry about bird watching the the people on the from the old the old country who are being arrested for the inhumane stuff they did yeah and they're all acting like oh this is all below me you're all peasants pretty much well so it's, it's this is really uh offensive this entire thing anyway all right thanks man i mean, always always going to talk at 541 and again she's uh she's I, I they haven't come to the they haven't nailed her for anything yet and there must be there's got to be a lot more to it earlier somebody her so-called best friend testified that she was having sex with her boyfriend with a weight this guy Wade the hired well before when she said she was in 2022 so either she lied in court documents and has lied under oath and she lied now she's trying to she may try to make a difference between uh, an emotional link or a friendship link when they were friends she says you know, they were friends up until so and so and then a romantic I mean it's, it's all nonsense I mean she's just trying to get away with it she got caught and she's taken the nasty snot road claiming that she's a, a racial victim and a female victim uh, she's pulling the girl card and the race card uh, both together and the judge is mm-hmm. uh, trying to keep it under control and here we go oh lord anyway all right other thing oh uh, by the way remember the other day and they're still uh, the democrats are still saying oh my god Joe Biden is, oh, he runs rings around us. Uh, Pete Fudge, Fudge, Fudge uh, the, uh, has said, oh boy, uh, that Joe Biden, the president, was so smart and so sharp when we were talking about uh, railroads and stuff that I had to call an Amtrak expert so I could understand what the president was trying to ex- explain to us. Because the president, uh, Joe Biden, is so smart that he knew so much more than I did that I had to call an expert on Amtrak. That's what the uh, Transportation Secretary Pete uh, Fudge, Fudge says. I mean, I, I, I guess that's maybe because you're incompetent. So you had to call somebody because you didn't understand it? That's not really a good point about you, Pete, is it? Um, well, I mean, my God. Excuse me? Well, well, when Biden mentioned the phrase, pull a train, Buttigieg yeah, didn't have any entirely, clue what he was talking about. <laughs> Reminded him he's got to go home and nurse his baby. Uh, but the other the thing is, remember the other when Biden came out and did the news conference, and he said, uh, he said, well, I'm, I'm so offended. There's When they said, the report came out, that Biden didn't even remember when his son died. He didn't know when he was vice president. He, was, he, he had a terrible memory. He was an old man, and so on and so forth. And when Biden addressed the media, he said, this. There's even a reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. Well, actually, he wasn't asked the question. It turns out that uh, defending his cognitive abilities, he blew it again because his memory appears to have failed him again and again and again. The report on Biden's alleged mishandling of classified information and documents is so perceptible, no jury would convict him, it said. And the president himself brought up his son's death in 2015 from brain cancer during the five hours of questioning back in October. It was the president, not the team investigating him, who first introduced Bo Biden's death. He raised his son's death after being asked about his workflow at a Virginia rental home from 2016 to 2018 when a ghostwriter was helping him write the memoir. The White House uh, leading to uh, losing uh, Bo to brain cancer in 2015. So the, he, it was, he, he, then he complained that this report singled out the fact that they started asking about his son's death trying to trick him. They never asked such a, anything at all. 
But Biden it was nope. is so flummoxed by this that he actually complained that they were trying to get him by asking an offensive question about his son's death. How dare they do that? They never asked a question about his son's death. Had nothing to do with it. He made that up to, get, to be lie. pitied. He made it up to be pitied about his poor dead son. You dirty freaking scumbag. I mean, this is, this is outrageous. The man can't, st- he can't help himself. He's, he, he has things in his head. He's, he thought to himself, well, they never should have asked me that question, and now I'm the victim here, ladies and gentlemen. They never did ask him the question. He made it up. He made it up so he Quiet. could be a victim. He lied about the testimony concerning his son's death to try to get pity from the American people. Yeah, let's reelect this guy. God, 547, it's quarter of six. Good Lord. I'm serious. What a, what a freaking, that's how he thinks about America. Freaking white trash. Dear God. Dun, 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 dun. Ringo. I like this song. I've always liked this song. And this is a Ringo song. Nineteen sixty-eight. Lennon Lennon. Lennon Lennon. His wife Cynthia along with George and Patty Harrison flew to India to study meditation. It says Lennon Lennon here, I think it means John Lennon, with Mareshi Mahash Yogi. Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr joined them a few days later, but Starr would become bored and leave a few days after that, comparing the experience to being like a Buffins holiday camp. I don't know what that means. Uh, 19 songs would later appear on the Beatles' White Album, written March and April of 68 at the Transcendental Meditation Course in Rishikesh, India. <laughs> 1968. <laughs> Holy smokes. Uh, let's see. And... Um, uh, on this day in 1985, The Breakfast Club, the movie was released. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall, Emilio Estevez, Judd Nelson, Ali Sheedy, and that naughty little Molly Ringwald. Yeah, 1985. Interesting. Uh, anyways, yeah, 551. A uh, bunch of things going on here. This is uh, uh, George Soros has taken over control of the second largest chain of radio stations in America, including a couple here in Atlanta. And uh, although he's he doesn't own everything, he owns uh, like 40% of the company. It's called Odyssey. He, so he took up 40% of their debt. Yeah, the, the, but so he doesn't. He he can't control everything. But you don't think that George Soros is going to have a hand in how news is covered and what topics are covered on all these radio yeah. stations? They were second a, biggest chain in the country. They were over a billion dollars in debt, and he bought out four hundred yeah. million. Wow, gee, I wonder why. Especially mm. in time for the election, I wonder why. Yeah, once again, you're go- this is the only conservative talk in Atlanta, and there's a reason for that because right. the lib media wants to get rid of all. That's of right. Us. And again, it's all politics. It's all for the purpose of continuing the the uniparty, yeah. the one party system. Because we make system. money. Yeah, we uh, conservative radio makes money. Yeah. 
552. Holy cow, almost out of time here. Oh, oh, by the way, Elon Musk, he's moving his SpaceX headquarters to Texas after Delaware revoked his salary package in a court case thing. So he said, screw you, Delaware. Well, Delaware a lot of people go to Delaware because the tax issues are for incorporating a stuff are good. But he says, screw this, and he's moving to Texas to say, don't and don't go to Delaware. They screw you around, and <laughs> so he's not messing around. But here's what I'm killing me. This morning, I got when I opened my phone, I got a friend request, not one of those that's saying uh, uh, you, people you may know, but it actually said friend request from Elon Musk. No, I got one too. It's not him. Don't 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 do, do it. it. I didn't do it. So it's I always check him. with you. I always check with you guys. <laughs> um, do you hear about the Delta passenger from a, a flight from Amsterdam to Detroit? All of a sudden, somebody realized in the overhead compartment something spilled out, and it was a whole bunch of maggots. Some guy, <laughs> some guy had brought some fish on board the Delta flight and put them oh. in the overhead compartment and, and opened the thing, and there were like 500 maggots that were falling all over the passengers uh, from this guy's fish. Uh, it was two hours into the eight-hour flight from to, to Amsterdam. There's rotten fish and maggots, and they're all over the seat. Oh, oh God, gross. Oh. I mean, uh, yeah. Hey, Trump has weighed in on the uh, hearings today with Fannie Willis. Oh, good. He says... He says, game over, uh, the charges have to be dropped, and the whole case is a scam. Yeah, no question about it. And by the way, uh, we may, I, I noticed last uh, last night on TV, Laura Ingram and the guy, the comic guy that she has on her thing, both had the, uh, the ash crosses on their foreheads uh, from Ash Wednesday. And just in the Babylon Bee says, this is really important. For one thing, uh, devout Catholic Joe Biden has given up cognitive tests. For Lent, which he thinks is very important. And they say law officials for the federal Gestapo of investigation are overjoyed this morning to discover the nation's most dangerous domestic extremists had helpfully labeled themselves with a strange black X on their foreheads. Wow, this makes our job so much easier, said FBI domestic extremist investigator Chet O'Grady. God, this morning, our field offices across the country reported they had observed hundreds of people arriving at various suspected extremist locations where some strange guy wearing robes mark them with ashes on their foreheads. Now we have thousands more suspects to monitor this year. Jackpot! FBI, give me a break. 555. Uh, oh, this story is incredible. A, a floor, uh, Okaloosa, Florida. A woman contacted the sheriff's office saying, my boyfriend's uh, stolen my car. Uh, she returned to the neighborhood. Uh, this uh, sheriff's deputy, or, I'm sorry, a guy returned to the neighborhood, was detained by responding deputies. He was handcuffed. Put the, the deputy put the guy in the back seat of the car. Video footage shows the body camera of this deputy named Hernandez walking back to his vehicle to perform a secondary search. He hears a pop. Thought it was a gunshot. He began shouting, shots fired, shots fired. He falls to the ground, rolling to avoid being struck by bullets. He yells out, I'm hit, I'm hit, mistakenly believing he had been shot. He points his gun at the patrol vehicle and starts shooting at it with the guy in the back seat shattering the rear window. The sergeant with him, also with the scene, says, oh my God, gunshots, gunshots, ran toward the vehicle and started blowing up the cop car with his guns as well. Uh, unfortunately, the uh, wasn't gunfire. Uh, the sound of an acorn was heard on the body camera falling on the car. He thought it was a muffled gunshot, rolled on the ground, shouting, I'm hit, I'm hit, and started blowing, <laughs> shooting out the cop, his own cop car. <laughs> well, he's resigned. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's resigned. Uh, by the way, the, the, other, uh, the other deputy was a girl, uh, and she was cleared of any of misuse of deadly force. It was reasonable because uh, she was exonerated. She thought he was being shot. And by the way, the guy in the 
back of the car somehow got out before they blew him to smithereens from an acorn falling on the cop car that he thought was a gunshot. An acorn. The sound. It's, you can hear it on his on his body cam. Clunk. <laughs> oh my God. Well, yeah. Well, and uh, Rachel Dolezal. Dolezal. We talked about her yesterday. She's been fired. She was working as an after school instructor at an elementary school in Arizona, and she got outed as doing an OnlyFans uh, porn site. And by the, and so they fired her at the school. By the way, uh, she launched her porn site and said reportedly quote to feature feet photos, hair tutorials, and fitness routines. Every one of these, Margot Robbie, when she was asked about the biggest thing of the reaction she's gotten from all the people, and now that they want to get pictures of her, she says, all they want is pictures of my feet. I'm telling you, there's the foot fetish thing is, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't get it. I don't get it. Feet, well, pretty feet, feet are, are sexy. Pretty, they, feet, feet are hideous and horrible, except the 8% of, of women who have pretty feet. I'm sorry. But that most should keep them, keep them the, the hell covered. Okay, okay. Trust me on describe, this. Describe pretty feet. I could what show you pictures feet? and you'd all yell, laugh at me. Look up uh, uh, Ariana Grande. Uh, uh, just Google uh, uh, that, uh, and you'll that, that's an example. Uh, Five fifty-seven. Real quick, actually, uh, Fanny Willis, uh, the one of the attorneys, was questioning her, and he was talking about her being a cash hoard. And oh. she thought he said something oh, else. Oh, cash whore. Oh, my God. That's what blew. Oh, words. wow. Cash hoard that you had collected over time. Cash what? Hoard, H-O-R-D-E. Oh, I thought you said something different, sir. No, I'm afraid I wouldn't say that. Uh-oh. Any circumstances to you or in All right, back on track. The hoard, cash hoard. <laughs> I, I would not. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what a trial. Well, More tomorrow. Yeah. Do we have time for a, a Friendly's Follies? <laughs> we got a minute and a half, minute, uh, minute so, minute and a half. Do you have a friend you've known a long time tell you something that just blows your mind? All right, back on track. Today, my best friend, who I've known my whole life, revealed to me that he's imaginary. (laughs) I didn't see that coming. (laughs) I was talking to my other friends. He said to me, if you had a time machine, would you go back in time and kill baby Hitler? Here's the thing. I'm a dad. I don't think I could kill a baby. But I could strangle teenage Hitler. (laughs) Imagine what a nightmare he must have been. My teenage daughter thinks she knows everything. We're starting to regret naming her Alexa. <laughs> Who's that, Nerf Flounder? That is Brian Keeley. Brian Keeley. He does a lot of the one, one-off jokes. Outstanding. Just a- by the way, on this day, 1903, the first teddy bear went on sale. It was made by a couple of Russian immigrants in New York City, named after Teddy Roosevelt, who refused to shoot that tied-up bear. And it was a huge bestseller, and all of a sudden, the world exploded with teddy bears. It started on this day in 1903. Patrol of the Kimmer, gotta go, you're killing me. Pete Davidson floating tomorrow, Litter Up Friday, and we'll have Neil Bortz on tomorrow at 4 o'clock. <laughs> Look out. <laughs>
This is an extra 1063 podcast. To hear more live and local content like this, tune into 1063 FM or download the extra 1063 app. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.